0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Reactionaries podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco and I am here as always with my co-host Joe Gruen. Joe, how's it going?
1: Jeff, going great.
0: Good to hear. So uh, if this is your first episode of the podcast. Uh, welcome in. What we do is we watch uh, bad action movies and we go ahead and make fun of them and uh, go through them plot point by plot point. So you really feel like you were there um, in the restaurant when uh, the woman has a complete mental breakdown over having a birthday, for example.
1: We've all seen that, Jeff.
0: We've all been there. So this week's uh, movie is called Hero and the Terror. It's a 1988 Chuck Norris film. It is our third film in norris November is what we are calling November. It is our theme month this month. Um, next week's movie is a 2005 Chuck Norris movie called The Cutter. And, um, I've, Joe, I forgot to do this last time, so I'm going to get out of the way first. Here is the uh, IMDb description for The Cutter. Joe, settle in, Okay. Okay. A detective comes to the age, ah, I blew it. A detective comes to the aid of an aged diamond cutter. That's the whole description. It was one sentence and I screwed it up. Okie doke. (laughs) (laughs) So that's next week's movie. That's going to clear out uh, Norris Vember before we get into, we don't have a name for December. It's going to be holiday movies. Mm.
1: Yeah. Jeff, I actually have a great idea for Uh next month, but Uh I will save it for after. After but, the podcast. So you have to remind me of that. Right?
0: That's a tease and that they say in the business. That's a tease. So, yeah, this week's movie is Hero and the Terror, like I said, 1988. This one's just sitting on YouTube. You have to search a little bit because there's a French version and then an English version that cuts out in like the, what would you say, Joe, the last 45
1: seconds? Last minute, last 45 seconds. Although, if you guys can track down the actual film uh, all the way to the end, the last scene is a treat, I think.
0: Joe loves the last scene. I thought it was just OK, but he he made me rewatch it before we recorded. Um, Next week's movie, though, the cutter is on um Amazon Prime. So that one you don't have to track down uh, gray market, uh, somewhat shady versions to watch it. Right. So, Joe, you want to go ahead? Let's get started talking about the hero and th- it's no hero and the terror. No, the just yeah. Hero I've been adding
1: terror. the two, but that's wrong. probably because it seems like it should be right. They fucked up the title clearly uh so made in 1988 uh directed by william tannen budget for this movie we were unable to track down so i got a big question mark but the box office returns were 5.301 million and as i was telling jeff is about 1.8 in america so that means that he's a hit somewhere else i don't know
0: joe has a theory that chuck norris has rode the popularity of hero and the terror internationally to become some sort of kingpin in burma in burma (laughs) yeah he's like a burmese warlord now that's that's joe's operating theory for uh what what uh carlos norris is up to these days
1: carlos norris yes um, so Jeff, let's run let's jump right into this thing because I, I don't want to waste another second not talking about this movie.
0: Joe, quick uh, question what channel was this made for TV movie made for?
1: Uh, it's a great question. It's got a little bit of lifetime in it. It's got a little bit of uh, not sci-fi I don't know what what they would show sci-fi. a lot of serial killer movies on.
0: Uh, it would be on like uh, uh, the secondary NBC channel in Sacramento like uh, channel four. oh yeah kxq yeah yeah yeah, the the second the second nbc affiliate that's what this is made for
1: it's got a little bit of everything like this movie's you can't hate this movie this is a fantastic movie
0: it's not actually made for tv movie it just very much feels like it it has the whole time i was watching it at the beginning i was like okay this is a made for tv movie and then they started dropping f-bombs and i was like "Wait, wait a second i don't think this is a made for
1: tv movie and they really kick in the made for T V feel at the end where they kick in that music. Yeah. Know, that...
0: And the ending, which we'll get to, has a very much like like it that gets pushed off to the side for like tonight on you know, news at eleven.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is your sponge trying to kill you? <laughs> um
1: Okay, Jeff. We open up on the docks. Mm -hmm. And there's a man. He's carrying a woman's body under the docks. Two cops arrive. One of them is Chuck Norris, and his name is Danny. Mm -hmm. He enters a carousel room. Kind of like a room that has a carousel in
0: it. Yeah, like a like a, a specialized like large gazebo that's like filled in for the for the carousel. And this also Joe uh, has the classic sign of it being either a memory or a dream where that everything echoes, echoes, echoes,
1: echoes. Echoes. It's a little fuzzy, like the, the it's a little hazy. The picture. Yeah,
0: if this was made in the 20th century, uh, there would be the frame rate would be really low. Cause that's what they love to do for dreams nowadays. In the last like 15 years, there's a lot of like really low frame
1: rates, and that's how you know it's a dream. Yeah, everything's moving kind of slower, just like slowed down a bit. Um. Anyway, he enters this place alone, even though his partner keeps saying that they should call for backup. Like literally, he says it like three times, right? Enters the carousel room. He's like, "Boy, we should call for backup." And then they enter like the dark basement. Man, we should call for backup. Then he goes down to, like, the murder room with the corpses. Like, I think we need to call backup.
0: <laughs> yeah, there should probably be some backup. And and Carlos Norris is just like, no.
1: She just goes further and further and further. He's like, shut up, Rook. Uh, Danny and his partner keep searching until they find the cellar with all the bodies uh, and the cobwebs. Bodies and cobwebs is all that's in this place.
0: Yeah, bodies and cobwebs. And we get when they find this room, we get like a, a, a knockoff Kiki Kima Mama, which is like yes. the, it's the terror's like musical sting in this one. It's it's a it's just like harsh whispering to, to make you think of Kiki Kima Mama.
1: Right. Yeah. A little bit of a rip off of, of Kiki Kima Mama. Uh, there's a ladder and it leads down under the docks where the terror awaits.
0: Yeah. And this is weird because he just kept going Further and further down. I expected him to just keep finding more basements.
1: (laughs) Dude. Again, like, they do it again with the theater at the end. But it's like, what are the schematics of this
0: place? Yeah, the the, the architecture of these places is insane. There's, like, there's, like... uh, They're
1: impossible.
0: This one has, like, a basement above the beach... And then when we get to the theater there's like stairs down that go above the
1: theater like And the it's and it's the docks. So there's we know there's just planks right above him.
0: Yeah, this is the, the architecture of these places is insane. It doesn't make any sense at all.
1: Uh we see this is just a Danny nightmare. Right? Like the, yeah. right around this point we see Danny struggling in bed and sweating. Uh the terror looks like jaws from the bond movies, but before he got the grills. Joe he was a finalist to play Jaws.
0: No shit. Uh huh. That was one of the one of the fast facts I found about this was uh, Jack O'Halloran, who uh, he's frequently mistaken for the guy who played Jaws, and he was one of the finalists to play Jaws.
1: He looks almost exactly like him. Yeah.
0: He's frequently that was that was the the word they use frequently mistaken. <laughs>
1: um, that's crazy. Wow. Uh, so Danny's getting his face palmed. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Yeah, big guy grabbing his face
1: and just kind of... Digging his nails in. Like, it's going to leave a mark. Oof. Uh, so, yeah, like, at the start of this movie is starting to feel a little bit like a horror movie. Like, the, the gore, they've got blood coming down the fingernail marks.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of shots in this where it feels like it should be a horror movie. Like, there's shots of the terror just sort of standing backlit. And you right. can't see... Like, shots that would be straight out of, like... Nine out of ten uh, Mike Myers ripoff movies.
1: Right, right. Or uh, Jason Voorhees ripoff movies. Yeah. Although Jason Voorhees was a Mike Myers ripoff movie. There <laughs> you
0: go, John. I was going to say, same thing.
1: Right. Uh, so Danny gets a phone call. It wakes him from his slumber. Uh, it's his girlfriend. Yeah? Uh, uh, yes, his baby mama, as the and, kids say these days. Right. So at this point I said girlfriend, wife. But we find out it's he's she's definitely a girlfriend by the end of this movie. Uh, there are jokes about her e- eating habits right off the bat.
0: hmm And we over the phone, so we don't know. We like, I was like, is she fat? Is she pregnant? Like, what's the well, deal? We here? don't know. if
1: does she believe it? <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> um, but uh, recovers. So he's making these eating habits jokes, and then he recovers by reminding her that she is pregnant as shit. So. Yeah, and those are the words he uses, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you sure like to eat a lot Don't worry, Hunter, you're hungry, <laughs> honey You're pregnant as shit
0: Yeah, he's like, you're going to pop any second You are huge You're basically, you look like a blueberry at this
1: point <laughs> You're humongous, man yeah. <laughs> I can barely look at you <laughs> uh, So he he got in at 4am But slept until 3pm uh, And he's going to work now, I guess First, Now he's got to pump iron first like, You're right. Yeah, he starts yeah.
0: his day by pumping a little iron at the at the crack of noon. No, at 3
1: p.m. Dude. Oh, I was I was just making a tenacious D reference there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Norris has a body at 60 that I never had my whole life. Fuck this guy.
0: Yeah, That's and
1: cool. he's he's a That's black tidy white. Black tidy whiteies. Yeah,
0: tidy black. Uh, I can't say
1: that word, but. Tidy bite. <laughs> See, you stopped almost got me son of a bitch uh so what's his secret he grills his english muffins on the stovetop i think no he he to he puts toast
0: in the toaster and then he lights a flame and then does nothing with
1: it on the stove <laughs> oh, okay because i only saw him put the the toast or english muffins and then light the stove and I'm like, is he putting is he grilling this on the stove top? Like No, he doing? like yeah, he puts it in the
0: toaster and then he lights the flame on the on his stove and then, and he then just walks away. It turns and right. fr- has a freak out. But the only thing on his stove is a walk, so I wanted to know if he was gonna like have some stir fry for breakfast.
1: That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah stir fry make and little,
0: toast. Make a little ramen. Joe, you know where they have stir fry and toast for breakfast.
1: Uh Burma? <laughs> <laughs> uh so more flashbacks of danny getting destroyed in this fight like not even close and the terror finally gets taken out by a ladder yeah he just falls so danny's trying to escape in a panic he's like i'm getting the fuck this is a mistake this is a fucking mistake and then the the, uh terror is like not so fast he starts climbing, but it's too heavy. He's too heavy for the weight of the ladder. It snaps, and he cracks his like chin, yeah, on the fucking post.
0: Yeah, Chuck Norris does nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He gets he gets he finds the crazy room with the dead bodies. He gets worked over by this guy, and then this guy essentially like does a, a, a Mr. Magoo routine, slams his head into the the ladder and gets knocked out. And then Chuck Norris right. is the hero.
1: Yeah. So the partner and the other cops arrive. And they all call Danny a hero. Oh boy, I'm
0: sure he loves that.
1: Yes. Um, so this is like... Uh, yeah, okay. We'll get to that. So the, we go to the station. Uh, Danny says hi to a jacked, bald mustache guy before he goes into work, looks suspiciously like Kowalski. Was that his name? Oh, from... Uh, uh, Breaker Breaker? No. Uh, Breaker Breaker. Breaker Breaker. The fat... Bald guy with
0: the mustache. Oh, oh, Kowalski! I was thinking of um, the only good cop in uh, last week's movie. Only he does look like Kowalski.
1: Uh, his name was like Mink. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, the Jewish guy? No. Yeah. No. Uh, no, this guy looks like that fat biker guy. Fine. But, but like he went on a diet and got super jacked. Uh, I said, oh wait, this is the gym. Now we get a weightlifting montage. Yeah
0: and but we don't get a montage though that's the thing we get him lifting one weight one time and everybody getting super impressed by it
1: no but then he's also doing like the chest stuff oh yeah that's stuff. right that's right like, he
0: does like the flies and the yeah
1: and legs stuff um so danny benches 365 pounds which yeah right asshole i uh, <laughs> i did the
0: weight i did the math too
1: 365 and, isn't that what he came to
0: 365 yeah and I said I said that's impressive but it's not that
1: impressive dude that's crazy for him that's a, that's a
0: good amount
1: but they're he's talking he's 170 like, so? that's not that much <laughs> that's you're not that that's not big enough to be benching 365 pounds he can do it I, actually I looked it up he can't he, the most he ever benched someone asked him he said 325 what a liar fuck this guy
0: Joe, I'm starting to think Chuck Norris might not be on the up and up.
1: I'm turning on Chuck, Jeff.
0: I'm turning on Chuck. Joe, that's that's your motto when you watch your favorite TV show. Chuck. Turn- <laughs> you say, I'm turning on Chuck.
1: Everyone out of the room. Uh, everyone should find someone who loves them as much as Danny's spotters love yelling into his face.
0: Dude, and that's all they do for spotting. They're nowhere near the bar. They're just standing, nope. they're standing on either side of his head just yelling at him.
1: Yelling, like, into his mouth. Like... <laughs>
0: Which Joe, I wouldn't do. I, I, that's a, that's another thing that COVID's taken from us. Yelling oh. into somebody else's mouth. It's just while not you're allowing. spotting
1: them at the gym. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll just wait at the gym, and I'll uh, <laughs> look for a guy that I really want to shout into their mouth.
0: I like. I have this mental image of you just like completely kitted out, like gloves, the weight belt. You're just wandering around being like, "Hey, need a spot? Hey, need a spot? <laughs> you never lift any weights, but you're just in there to
1: just <laughs> yell
0: in people's faces. I'm there to basis.
1: spot and get my anger out. Yeah. Uh. One of the... I just start, like, yelling at him like he's my dad. <laughs> um, by the
0: way, Joe, uh, did you write down the things that they yelled at him?
1: No, I missed it.
0: Uh, Bill, who we find out later, his name's Bill. And I have a great uh, mnemonic, so you can remember the difference between Bill and Dwight, his two uh, partners. But Bill oh. yells in his face, treat it like a lady.
1: Ah. Which... Wait, is Dwight also one of the spotters? Because I thought no. the two spotters. No, the other spotter's a dude that never shows up
0: He's again. He's just right? a random guy who never shows up again. But just Joey. Just but there's an easy mnemonic to remember Dwight and,
1: and Bill. Okay. Uh Joe Did you write them uh, on your hands like Homer? I was gonna Jack say Lenny and Carl.
0: <laughs> Lenny equals no, it's uh Bill is black and Dwight is white. <laughs> is
1: white. <Dwight. laughs> there you go. Um, so one of the spotters I didn't get any of what they say During the uh, intensity But so one of the spotters Bill what?
0: says treat it like a lady Uh, White guy whose name we don't get Says jam it up jam it up jam it up jam it up
1: Okay <laughs> And then he gets it up And everyone's like oh my god Um, And and then I don't know Which spotter I think it's the white one Says what a cop Yeah Yeah <laughs>
0: what are you training for the olympics yeah and then uh but after he What a cop
1: one time he's like what a cop um (laughs) which made me laugh so now we got arms and tries and Mm sit-ups uh danny has his partner meet him so i think this is dwight now meet him at the docks at 5 a.m oh no this isn't no i'm sorry He's not having Dwight meet him there at five eight p.m. It, this is uh, Bill, right? The black guy. See, now you remember who is who. I which just is call, which. I just called the spotter. The entire movie, because we don't get his name. I I never remember getting. His you
0: name. get it way at the end. You get him when when Bill's taking care of the theater. That's when you get his name. It's like like way later in the movie you get Bill's
1: name. Right, right, right. Um. So Danny has Bill meet him at the docks at five a.m. They exchange a fish vagina joke that I barely get on second viewing.
0: It was um Do you do you remember this joke? Yeah, it says uh it, it didn't make sense to me, Joe. It
1: didn't. It just fell flat and I was like, I, I think that's what they're going for. But it was I could I could be totally wrong.
0: It was like uh, remember the fourteen year old's idea of a party in uh,
1: yeah. This in is the fourteen passive... year old's idea of gym gym banter. Yeah, of of uh, locker room talk. Right. Uh, now we're at the apartment at Danny's apartment, and Danny and his pregnant girlfriend Kate was that it was it kay or Kate K K A Y. Oh, it's K. Okay, well now I gotta write a Y. Um, are trying to move her into the apartment Danny snaps at her for not listening
0: and he is like super rude to her in this
1: like, yeah he's
0: like it's not gonna fit she's like well her stuff and she's like well we gotta try he's like it's not gonna fit
1: yeah not he's like fit. it's like it's all this this crap we got here and she's like that's stuff my mother left me and she's he's like yeah I know we gotta get the fuck out of here Yeah, this I always hated her
0: like she died last week he's like yeah bitch. and I did I would have told it to her face but she died the old crone died before I could
1: before I got the opportunity, uh, Danny calls Kate's stuff junk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, serious head games right out of the gate. Yeah, right out this of the is, gate.
0: This is this is uh nagging Joe. This is before there was a, a word for it, but he's nagging her. But it doesn't make sense. He already got her pregnant. Why would he still be nagging her? Because he's unless, trying. Yeah. Unless there's a theme in this movie, which is Kay and uh Chuck Norris don't actually like each other.
1: Yeah, I think that's the theme. <laughs> They're just constantly trying to get through each day.
0: Yeah, they're just, and they're also just like, what if we didn't, what if we weren't in each other's lives?
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in this where they actually ponder, what, what if this never occurred? Yeah. Um, Danny says he's still having the nightmares. And holy shit, Kay was his psychologist. <laughs> Feels unethical
0: to me. <laughs> That's... It, it, it feels like you shouldn't be able to you're, you're not supposed to at least uh, as a therapist get impregnated by one of your patients
1: that's a drop that was such a casual drop that I was like whoa I what what
0: yeah and think about it too though Joe she is pregnant they don't particularly like each other they're not married no so this was just like like was it, it during a session it like, just happened yeah, yeah was, was she on the clock? Which would make her a prostitute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, she calls him the best patient she's ever had. And now I'm thinking this woman's preyed on more than just one person. Dude, serial.
0: This is a serial molester of her patients.
1: Um, so, Kate... K- Suggests sex to get him to forget about his nightmares that's that's her plan she's like you're having nightmares let's have some sex
0: this is a professional therapist's idea she's not just like she's not like his random girlfriend just like doing her best this is a therapist's idea of how to deal with this
1: this is her strategy but jeff she first emasculates him before going into the room i don't think you remember how to do it she challenges him and uh then they bang And then the scene ends with her saying from the room, oh my God, you haven't forgotten. But that was like the
0: second that they closed the door. There's no... (laughs) (laughs) Right? right. How quick was that? (laughs) Yeah, the door hasn't even latched yet. It's
1: like, I'm done. She's like, yeah, just how I like it. Yep. Inside the jeans. (laughs)
0: She's like, I remember this now. This is all coming back to me.
1: Right? Um... So uh, now we're at a psychiatric ward, or like a psychiatric prison, actually. Yeah. And the terror's name is Simon, mm-hmm. Simon Moon, and he's doing some pottery and also stealing metal sand. Is that what? Yeah, that it looked like some sort
0: of like gunpowder sort of thing. But he eventually yeah, turns it it into gunpowder. Yeah. But he doesn't I thought it was...
1: use it to explode.
0: Yeah. Well, he uses it as he uses the like maybe it's just filings.
1: I think so, because yeah. he uses it he like Well, I'll I'll just explain. He uses like a chapstick that mm-hmm. he finds and then puts it into the metal shavings and then uh puts uh, like floss Mm-hmm. Around it, and I guess creates some sort of like amateur razor wire type thing.
0: That's yeah, that's basically what it is. Sort of like a, a saw type thing that he like DIYs a saw because it's 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 uh the uh the lip balm yeah the lip balm makes like a a like a gummy uh uh
1: like resistant it makes it sticky yeah yeah and then and then, like the filings go on to the gumminess and then yeah. You that, saw that's
0: what point. chews through the shoes through the bars. But Joe, they were like, "That's really good, Simon." Like they were like right. encouraging. <laughs> They're encouraging him, which makes me wonder. Did I, at first I was like, "Did Chuck Norris turn him into a janitor?" Like mm-hmm. did he? <laughs> that's
1: like, a good point. No, well, not Chuck Norris, Jeff. The ladder. Did the, I'm sorry, latter the ladder turn him into a janitor?
0: That's right. Did the ladder
1: turn him into a janitor? Um, quite possibly. Uh, so Simon, um. He uses this floss and this lip balm to makeshift razor wire. Then the doctor arrives and he sees the bars cut and pried open. Yeah. But
0: this is so wild because nobody is strong enough to do that. Not even the terror. Like he can cut them, but then like he just like pries them open like like he's the Jaws of life.
1: Well, Jeff, he was almost the Jaws of the Bond movies. That's true, Joe. Did you know that? At first
0: I thought he was making
1: a bomb. Yes that's what I thought it was going to I thought it was gunpowder but then it was like Why did they give you gunpowder to do pottery
0: Yeah that did make sense So yeah it's got to be filings But at first I thought he was making a ticker Joe and I was like oh my god is this going to be a crossover event
1: Is this ticker baby um, Simon is pushing a van In neutral up a hill And then smashes through the gate And then drives off a cliff into water <laughs>
0: Immediately. Immediately, he like he's pushing it up a hill. He like gets in the car's going and he goes just, through the gate and just veers left right off the edge of the cliff. I laughed so hard at that.
1: It was fantastic. Uh, so and then it crashes, too. It doesn't just yeah. hit the water. It like tumbles along the way. I like sometimes
0: when I'm when I'm watching a movie. With uh with with Kate and uh you know, there's a a, a guy who'd be a main character, like presumably dies. I, I like make a joke. I'm always like, and that's the end of the movie. It's like twelve minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> like we watched Skyfall this weekend and when James Bond gets shot off the train, I was like, Well, that's the whole movie. <laughs> Fantastic. That's all. that's what I felt like here. I was like, that all done. That's he it. died. <laughs>
1: Can't movie. have a movie without a terror. On the credits. Uh now we're in the cop car. And Danny and his spotters, uh, actually his spotter and Dwight, um, who are also cops, are uh, talking about sex and those crazy hours they've been working while they head out on a sting operation.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where um, he's like, well, you forgot how to have sex, didn't you, Chuck Norris? He's like, I didn't forget how to have sex. They're like, yeah,
1: you did. Why do people keep saying that? <laughs> yeah, why do people keep saying that about me? It's so mean. Okay, so they're heading to the sting operation in the car, and Danny hears over the radio that Simon has escaped from his his prison.
0: His uh the, the janitor
1: is janitor. Uh, the the, the, the,
0: the post janitoring what would be the verb for turning somebody into a janitor? Janitorizing?
1: Janitorizing, yeah. Yeah, There you go. I think I used that term in a past pocket. Janitorized him. Janitorized him. Yeah. Um, Danny works a food truck on the docks. Okay, that's what the sting operation is. Danny's working in a food truck as a cook. While his,
0: we've learned one thing about Danny so far domestically, and said he can't cook.
1: Correct. Yeah. So (laughs) I'll I'll get to it. Uh, So um, uh, his cop buddies are waiting in the car. And watching Uh, a customer says, Hey man, these are the worst fucking eggs I've ever had. And I said in my notes, that's because he makes them in the toaster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But first of all, what kind of rude customer is this? Like he just yells at the cook. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's lucky he's not a real cook.
1: I think it's assumed that everybody who's patronizing this, this truck is a criminal from this docking operation. I guess so.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So they're all kind of punks. Uh, so then two more of these, these punks approach the truck and order coffee from Raul, who is the owner. And they ask him about Danny, and Raul says he's his cousin, Carlos. Hey, Jeff. Joe, that was a, that was one of the trivias. Was it oh, okay. That's his real name. Uh, who only knows how to say C.
0: Yeah, which... I feel like there's a lot of people named Carlos who don't speak Spanish. I feel like this is kind of racist on the uh on the bad guy's part.
1: Oh, okay. To assume that he would have to speak more Spanish than that?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Totally. Yeah. If you're born in America as like a third generation, fourth generation
0: Yeah you know, kid. Like if, say for example, your 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 older brother or your brothers Aaron and Wayland. Have names and you're for some reason Named after your dad's priest And you're named Carlos Norris And you don't speak a lick of Spanish
1: It happens Jeff
0: It happens happens all the time Yeah so this was just really Really problematic by these By these criminals
1: Yes they're not woke enough that's their biggest crime That's right The only time you ever see the guys in a car They're (laughs) two guys in a car They're either cops or queers And this thug hopes they're queers his name is Victor.
0: Yeah, Victor really drops a nugget on us here. Yeah, because he's he's talking to a, his his confidant, his partner in crime, and he drops that little nugget on us. And you know what, Joe? I don't think these criminals are very woke.
1: He says, "I hope they're queers, <laughs> whatever that means." It <laughs> he means he hopes they're not cops. Be great. <laughs> Be great if he like like goes over to like 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 that. He like, walks
0: over. He's like, "Hey, you guys, gay?" I'm fine with He
1: just like stocks up on people's cars, like, like hopes, you know, the writer was
0: saw the steers and queers scene and was like, I can work with this.
1: I can twist this a little make it my yeah. own.
0: He def that's definitely what happened. The uh, that's full metal jacket, right? Yes. Yeah, the the only two things come from Texas steers and queers 100% saw Dude. that scene and was like, I can work with that.
1: You could make like fifteen to twenty different movies just off of the offshoot comments that Arlie Ermy makes in yeah. uh, twi- uh, Full Metal Jacket. Um, Danny draws a gun on Victor, and some asshole who's not even involved throws a crate at Danny.
0: <laughs> just first um, reaction doesn't very bad at keeping his cover. Doesn't know why the gun was pulled. Just starts throwing crates at. at
1: all right, at, it's at, crate throwing time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like to think that they're at their hideout. And he's like, you know what we should do is we should make these crates more throwable. And they're like, they're like, James, seriously, all your suggestions are about throwing crates. Like, you need to cut it out. When are we going to throw crates?
1: The, the crates hold the drugs. And it can't just be drugs. It has to be ice and fish and then drugs underneath. So they have to be sturdy. Do you understand that, James? <laughs> James, we can't, throwing,
0: we can't be throwing crates. And I, I like to think that everybody gets away and he's like, who's laughing about throwing crates now huh huh yeah Uh that's right that's right i'm remember this
1: face it's going places i'm a visionary baby (laughs) um so anyway uh he chases victor danny does and uh and victor's friend Mm -hmm. and he beats up the friend pretty quick and then corners victor at a fence and gives him two choices swim or give up i thought he gave him the choices of cops or queers cops are queers this can go there's two of us there's (laughs) two ways this can go (laughs)
0: Uh, it's like the first episode of sunny (laughs) (laughs) um but it's so funny that victor gets to the fence and he like jumps up on it and he's just like shaking the fence like he's gonna knock it over by his sheer just like shaking this chain link fence
1: right 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 um danny kicks victor down once and says now do you give up he doesn't, of course
0: <laughs> And Joe's flat affect while he's delivering this Same affect that Chuck Norris has in this scene He
1: tried to do that, yeah, yeah He basically is just like, now do you give up? It, one kick, like, who's gonna give up? <laughs> like This guy well, had a
0: gun It's a whole drug running operation He gets kicked and he's like, alright mister, you got me
1: I didn't get into this for this This is yeah. crazy I just wanted to, to traffic drugs internationally I just wanted to throw crates And then I got in with the wrong guys this is getting way out of hand. One kick. Come on. Uh Danny punches him some more and Victor says, "Fuck you." And Danny says, "That's not a choice." <laughs> Which no, I was if they're playing cops and queers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's, you know, he could have given him that choice and he's like trying to take that option because he doesn't want him to be a cop. That's the right. thing. He's yeah. like, "Can I take behind door number 2?
1: I don't want to go to jail." So <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, Flying, oh yeah, after this line That's not a choice Uh, Danny flying kicks Victor off the docks And into the water it's Which like, I
0: feel sp- is not an uh, uh, approved police maneuver Like he's got a surrendering He's got a surrendering uh suspect And
1: he just kicks him into the water Right, yeah, so I guess he's swimming Except he's not Because he clearly can't swim And even shouts, I'm gonna die <laughs> But he made his choice
0: <laughs> I... One, yes, he did make his choice. Two, I really feel like as a criminal operation, if you're going to be working on the docks, you got to be like, all right, if things go sour, who here can swim? And yeah. only have those guys go work on the docks.
1: Let's, you know, at least be able to doggy paddle or wade water. Just, just... stay afloat. Yeah.
0: Just stay, and it's seawater. You can just kind of like lay out on your back, just spread out. You just, just don't start flailing and screaming about dying.
1: Right. 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 <laughs> um. So now we're in a movie theater, and a manager is late leading some girl around, and she does what any smart interviewee does. She lets him talk the whole time.
0: And if Joe's, Joe's uh, transition seemed uh, drastic, it was that drastic in the movie. <laughs> it was just... Oh, there's this whole fight scene and all this drug operation. Boom, straight to a completely different movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, guys, I, I like I'm sure people that listen to this are like Joe's jumping all over the place. No, oh, I this is I, how the I movie. try shows. to do this minute by minute by minute. So if there's a jump, it's in the movie like that. Um, so yeah, he, to be
0: honest, Joe, sometimes you talk and I'm like, what? Like Joe just like went off this completely different path. And I remember the
1: movie. I was like, oh yeah, this is just, this well, that's just that's how, how it happened. Yeah. yeah, we're watching bad movies, remember? Yeah. Um, so anyway, she, this this girl, is getting an, a job interview from the manager of this theater. And she's just letting him talk the whole time. And I was like, that is a perfect interview strategy. That is like textbook interviewee strategy. Yeah. Especially for just like a low-level job for whatever she's going to get. At this totally. Movie. Yeah. Let them talk as long as they can. Because what are you what are you going to say? Like, oh yeah, I have tons of experience tearing tickets at the front. Yeah. Well,
0: it's like the Dave Chappelle joke, where he's like, "Well, why do you want to work here?" I've always, I've always had a love of tearing tickets in half. It's like I'm <laughs> right. picked. I need a
1: job. What are you talking about, you idiot? <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Not here. How about not that? Here. Hopefully not here. <laughs> Fingers crossed. She, she gets the job, but not until, um, oh wait, wait, wait. Before that, um. How does this guy, this manager, know that she's a priest, preacher's daughter? Is that a legal question to ask? Yeah, it
0: was. It seems very uh, irrelevant to the
1: to
0: the to the proceedings.
1: And he bases his whole judgment offer off that. Oh, she's a preacher's daughter, so she's trustworthy.
0: Well, Joe, you're just saying this because you're like, what if she was a rabbi's daughter? What would he we say? We all that- know
1: what that means. Yeah, she's not getting the job. She's <laughs> definitely not getting the cash register job. <laughs> Disclaimer, Joe is Jewish. He can say these things. Yes, I'm Jewish. All right. Moving on. You Uh, said that like it was a sad,
0: like, uh, admission. No, but
1: it's sad that I have to say that. You should be able to say a good Jewish joke now and again. Um, Except for you, of course. We've established. Yeah, I'm not allowed That I'm not allowed. She gets the job, but not until she promises not to steal from him. What what does he think she is, Jewish? No. Uh,
0: uh, I like that that's, like, the one criteria of this job. He's like, Do you want this job? She's like, Yeah. He's like, Are you gonna steal from me? She's like, no.
1: Like, you got I was like, job. this girl knows how to interview.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see the answer. people who interviewed before her. Are you gonna steal from me? I don't like that pause. <laughs> like that
1: pause. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna steal from me? Anything you want? What? <laughs> um This girl's way too stoked to work in a movie theater. She's like super excited. And she thinks this job will lead to whole new hairdos, mannequins, and boyfriends. Joe, it's manicures. Oh, why did I put mannequins? I looked at that (laughs) for a second. I was like, what in God's name was I talking about?
0: Yeah, she she gets this low-level, just like, ticket-taker job and is like... She thinks it's going to turn her whole life around. This like minimum wage job.
1: It's like the first step to like an awesome life. She's like, she first comes the hairdo. Then comes the manicure. Then the new boyfriend.
0: She's like, she's like, I'm going to be working in a movie theater. You know who else works in a movie theater? Julia Roberts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know who else is in the film industry? Brad Pitt. I'm going to be Brad Pitt's girlfriend.
0: That's the plan.
1: Uh, she better get that crooked neck figure uh, fixed first, though, because the terror just snapped it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he comes out. Okay, the terror, the the horror. Is it the terror or the horror? The terror,
1: baby. I thought it was the horror. I wrote the, the horror. The whole movie. are <laughs> <the, the>, <laughs> you out of your goddamn mind? The name of the movie is the hero and the terror. <laughs> yeah, but
0: the I think halfway through, I got it through my mind. I was like, is hero and the horror works so much better than hero and the terror.
1: Possibly yes
0: yes but the terror comes out of like a duct and a grate and what we haven't mentioned you kind of mentioned it when you said he looks like Jaws this is a huge dude Man. and he's just like traveling through like ducks and grates and like sneaking out of things
1: that's a great point I never even <laughs> thought about how is he fitting in this thing
0: <laughs> yeah it's like you think about these ducks like you think about like uh, it's getting to be this time of year where you watch Die Hard like Bruce Willis right. going through these ducks Bruce Willis isn't a huge guy. Yeah, that's think...
1: one of the way, reasons it worked.
0: Yeah, it's because he could squeeze these ducks. But the terror is like 6'4", 275.
1: Like, he's huge. He's massive. And he was he... just pushing a van in neutral uphill. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Get you a man who can
0: do who can do both. and And this is his preferred method of sneaking around through this whole thing. And it's just wild to me that he can sneak through a duct.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. The, yeah. It's incredible. Like you you pick a guy intentionally big and you think if you're going to make it his thing to like brutalize people and maybe smash through walls. Like remember we watched a uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Leatherface is a big guy He's and he sneaking. smashes through through walls. That's his thing and then he does his chainsaw dance. Yeah. But but like
0: <laughs> the terror belongs in it. So the terror and the terror's MO and the terror's method of moving around, you can only have two of them. Yes. Like, like you can't have a giant guy who sneaks around, but you can have a guy Let's who
1: shucks hands ar- up pills.
0: Yeah, but you can have a guy who's who sneaks around and still like, you know, like a little wormy guy who like sneaks up on women and then tortures them because he's like emasculated. You can have that, but you can't have a massive guy who sneaks around like that. He's got to be, like, a force of nature, like a Jason.
1: Or you can have, like, Chucky, the doll, going through vents. But you can't have Chucky, the doll, bursting through a wall or yeah, shoving exactly. a van pill.
0: Yeah, he can't do both. It doesn't work that way.
1: Um, Yeah, he drags her into the bathroom air shaft. Um, so there's that. Uh, Hospital. We're at the hospital now. And Danny and Kay are getting a sonogram and Danny can spot a vagina on a fetus from a mile away. It's a girl. That was wild. <laughs> like Danny is like, Oh yeah, that's a girl. Jeff, have you ever, okay. So my sister had a, had a son about like, uh, 10 months ago now. And before that she was showing me sonogram pictures and stuff. And she'd be like, yep, there's the penis right there. Cause it was a boy. Yeah. And, And I'd I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're pointing to. I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. But in my head, I'm like, I have no fucking idea what you're pointing to. That's a smudge. It's a smudge. It's nothing. It's always nothing, right? I want you to play this
0: in in 15, 16 years. I want you to clip this and play it back for your nephew. (laughs) And be like, we're talking about your
1: penis. It's nothing. You can't see it. It's invisible. It's so tiny. But but the point is like, maybe you could see something and say, that's a penis. What are you going to say? What is a vagina? What is a fetus vagina look like
0: (laughs) and and how does a cop recognize it from like across the room it's
1: unbelievable (laughs) that line is insane and also it comes on the heels of her saying it's a girl so first of all he's lying like the the doctor's just like yeah it's a girl like oh boy it's a girl he's like it is a girl i can see its vagina right there
0: (laughs) That's like, so when I worked in insurance, I had to BS with people a lot, and I had to do a lot of, like, they would, like, start the conversation, I would just kind of, like, follow their lead, yeah. but I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, 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 I see the vagina right there. Yeah, I
1: see it, yeah, yeah, yeah now that you point it out.
0: Because at a certain point, the, the doctor would turn to him and be like, the fuck, the fuck's what wrong are you with talking about? Yeah, no, I'm, that's not why, I'm saying there's not a penis, you can't, like, <laughs>
1: You're not trained to read it. What are you talking about? It's insane. Such an insane moment. Um, the kid's healthy and should be coming any day now, but Kate is stressed, so the doctor prescribes a shopping okay. day. Women be shopping, am
0: I right? Am I right? It's, there's uh, two guys lock themselves into a room over a weekend to write the script, and they're like, all right, what do we know about women? They love to get pregnant. They love, <laughs> they love shopping. Also- they're crazy. Boys, <laughs> <And> they're like, <laughs> I think
1: we got a character.
0: <laughs> Her name is Kay. She's the has the worst pregnancy belly in the history of cinema.
1: Yes. <laughs> she has the worst choice in pet pregnancy clothing in the history of cinema. Correct. Right?
0: But they're like shopping, crazy, and pregnancy. We got the three parts of every lady's personality, boys. And loves to play mind games. That's right.
1: Uh... To the theater we go. Back to the and theater. And she
0: loves the guy who's quick in the
1: bedroom. There we go. <laughs> um, so we go back to the theater, and the manager is looking for his new employee, who's already taking a break in the air vent.
0: Ridiculous. You can't trust these uh, reverend's daughters, Joe. Ridiculous.
1: She's been on the job 10 minutes, and she's already taking a break, taking a little uh, cigarette break in the it's air true. vent.
0: Joe, she's not she hasn't even clocked in yet. She's already letting him down. This is ridiculous. But on the plus side, he's not she's not stealing from him.
1: It's true. She's not even being paid right now. So
0: this. he's he can't be mad.
1: But he is mad. He's
0: frustrated. I mean, I would be. Well, to be fair, how many people are like, "All right, you're hired. Also, your shift starts immediately. Now. <laughs> right now."
1: <laughs> she's like, you're "Is the there puck. any Let's go. Let's, let's go. go.
0: I'm not Hey, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go."
1: I'm not paying you to ask me how to do your job.
0: <laughs> He's like, stand here, tear tickets. It's not that hard.
1: Right. Uh, her name was Mrs. Hammond.
0: Womp womp. She is the daughter, this actress, the daughter of the person who wrote the book this is based on. Oh no shit. Which you read the, you watch this movie and you go, somebody made this twice. Because somebody read the book and then was like, you know what this would make? A great movie.
1: Dude, I had a feeling this was a book. Because well, I told I you watching. it was a book. Oh, okay, maybe that was it. Yeah, the, um,
0: that probably seeped into the back of your memory banks.
1: Probably, and then I dug it up while I was watching. Uh, first of all, she's pretty cute, this girl. Sure, and she's second, dead. Well, now she's dead, in the movie. Yeah. Um, Wait, in real life? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she got her neck snapped by uh, oh. the terror. Okay. No, she's, uh, first of all, she's pretty cute. Second of all, she can act pretty well. So I'm actually pretty surprised to hear she was just like, the daughter of the writer of this book. Yeah. She's been in four things. I'm surprised she was, she was pretty, she was expressive. Like she was all giddy. I didn't understand why she was giddy, but like she expressed an emotion, which is more than I can say for some of the people in this movie.
0: Oh my God, Joe, her, her last credit is woman in play. And her IMDb trivia is she gave up acting in the nineties to work on decoupage her business, Heather's Endeavor, now supplies artworks to many homes in the Los Angeles area. That sounds like something she put up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really seem like it's legit. Yeah. Uh, so now, Jeff, it's shopping day. Shopping Joe. day. Joe, it's every pregnant woman's favorite day. Danny wants to get married, but Kate can't make huge life decisions like marrying the guy she brainwashed and impregnating her.
0: That's right. She can only play mind games. She's not allowed, she can't trust herself with decisions. She can only meddle in other people's lives.
1: Because in in marriages, two people are equal and she won't accept that. that she needs that the points. power. Yeah. It ruins the dynamic here.
0: Joe, what they don't talk about is she has like, there's Danny's, there's like six Danny's out there. that she's just she's telling no does do we know that this is danny's baby that's what i'm saying she's got like five other guys that she's leading along saying jeff
1: it's so funny that you bring that up because there was a moment at the end where i felt like danny's partner had been sleeping with his wife (laughs) (laughs) the baby was gonna come out black
0: that's true actually that that scene i have some notes about that scene that i was like this is weird There's some
1: weird vibes happening in this. yeah
0: especially we'll, we'll get to that scene some of the vibes in that scene though who buddy
1: bizarre uh so she comforts him uh but gets distracted by a dress 10 sizes too small for her yeah
0: real aspirational shopping which also the man you ostensibly love or slash leading on to have him raise another uh man's baby the man you're
1: invested in let's just say the
0: on. man you're invested in the man who you share a house with at the least is is bearing your feelings to to you he's he's being vulnerable to you and you're like hold that thought i have to buy this dress
1: this dress i'll never be able to wear
0: <laughs> this is sociopathic
1: behavior from this woman <laughs> hold that thought yeah it was, it was it was like a hold that thought moment she runs in she's not even just buying the dress immediately she's like talking to the saleswoman feeling the fabric well, she can't be rude to the saleswoman,
0: Joe. She can be rude to Chuck Norris, but not the oh, saleswoman.
1: Totally. She has Chuck Norris down here. And she the, the other one, she's got to treat like a human being. Uh, Danny Fonzie's a newspaper out of the dispenser and Joe, gets one for free.
0: Chuck Norris Fonzie's a newspaper machine. That's yeah. what I wrote down. Because he doesn't put money into it. He just kind of jiggles at it and then just hits it. And, he's and like, then it pops open. <laughs> free newspaper.
1: Which uh, he's a cop. He should not be stealing things. No, he shouldn't. Uh, But then every time he does something illegal, he has to do something super heroic.
0: That's right. It's illegal to burn eggs. So he (laughs) took the guys out at the docks. Right, right, right. So he stole a newspaper and now he has to... Stop
1: a purse thief with an arm clothesline.
0: Yeah, he just sticks his arm out. And uh, just what's so great about this is he just, like, walks away.
1: Like... Like he doesn't he, Well Kate comes out and says like what did he do? He and ran north uh, instead of south. Danny says he ran north instead of south. But but think of think
0: of if you were a police officer arriving on this scene like, you just watch a guy just clothesline this other guy. He's a – the guy is a, that gets clotheslined is a, a criminal that you're chasing. Right. But this random stranger just clotheslines him and then walks away. I feel like the cops would be like, whoa, 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 whoa buddy. What's but, going on here? What's going on here? Yeah. Why are you just <laughs> clotheslining people? You can't just do that. Like, you got
1: lucky with this one. But, like, yeah. you know.
0: Or I wonder if that's his M.O. They just find people clotheslined and they're like, Danny's back at it again. Just clotheslining criminals and walking away.
1: Man, what a cop. Uh, so now we're at the theater again. Mm-hmm. And Ginger Franks has arrived at the Joe, big the premiere. The Ginger Franks. The Ginger uh, no, Franks. The Ginger Franks. Uh, along with the mayor, played by our old friend Dan from Force of One. That's right. And Joe he uh dan rollins and the right? man
0: some people called him dan some people called him rollins he had two names he went by in that movie joe what is his name in this movie
1: is it mayor rollins
0: no he has no name they just always refer to him as the mayor like there's a there's a a, a scene when they're like in introducing people and they're like
1: blah, 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 the mayor, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right, right. <laughs> they could
0: have given him a name and they just chose not to.
1: There's another scene where um, Danny is yelling at the mayor or like not even yelling really. He's just saying, I'm not going to do this. And then like the assistant comes and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the mayor you're talking to. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he has no name in the credits. They just call him the mayor.
1: Right. Um. So your theory is that this is Rollins. That's my theory. And that Chuck Norris got so much brain damage that he doesn't remember that he used to be his corrupt partner. <laughs>
0: well, Joe, what was Chuck Norris into when he was his corrupt with a corrupt police officer in A Force of One? Martial arts. That's right. Got kicked in the head too many times. Mm. Now, he that's why he has CTE and PTSD and all kinds of letters. He had
1: too many neck takedowns.
0: But yeah, he, he
1: lost uh, air to his
0: brain too many times and uh, he forgot about Rollins.
1: Or he just neck took down Rollins so many times that Rollins, like, turned good. Oh, he reversed the curse on Rollins. Yeah. Got him wow. focused on his political career.
0: I like that theory. And then he's going to walk up to him and be like, orange chicken. And he's going to, like, snap out of it because he's a sleeper agent. And then he's going to become evil again.
1: Oh, I was just going to think he snaps back to, like, the fight scene. The um, <laughs> the scene in the arena. He's like, looks for an old lady to grab and point a gun <laughs> to him. <laughs>
0: No, but he's a sleeper agent now, as the mayor. That's why he doesn't have a name.
1: Ah. Um, so Ginger gets a red carpet interview, and she bombs the first question. The interviewer asks, the new movie, War and Love, what will we see in it? And Ginger says, well, it's a very exciting, thrilling movie. I'm very thrilled about it. Thank you. And she walks away. <laughs> and the interviewer,
0: I was so distracted because I was like, is that Geraldo? And then as this scene was happening, I had to look up that it wasn't Geraldo Rivera, because this dude looked exactly it's, like it's Geraldo.
1: A, it's a knockoff Geraldo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that answer. It's <laughs> just yeah. such a non-answer.
0: Dude, that is the classic like uh, actor who's on a, a media tour that doesn't want to be on it. Like a media junket, they're like, "How how did you feel in this scene? Oh, thank you very much. We had a lot of uh, fun making this movie. It was a yeah. uh, it was it was a blast. Thank you.
1: I'm just gonna say the same thing to everyone, no matter yeah. what they ask.
0: He's, uh, she's like, both teams played hard. <laughs> both
1: right? She gets it wrong. <laughs> um, that would be great if Mayor Tuberville, or he's not Mayor Tuberville, a Senator Tuberville. Um, oh God, yeah, Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. Like in his fucking acceptance speech, they were like, uh, "So what are your plans?" Like, like, uh, uh, to, like. Well, team played hard. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. we're gonna go out there, and give it a. Uh, my my plan for my 110%. first term is uh, I'm gonna go give 110. Uh, percent You know, uh, success is equal parts uh, preparation, inspiration, and uh, uh, perspiration. You know, it's it's uh, you know we're just gonna we're just gonna go out there, put our best foot forward, and uh, you know whatever team wins wins.
1: It's Like
0: just senator, the question it. was about Iraq.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Questions about the budget. Yeah. <laughs> um mayor brags about restoring the theater mm-hmm. um so the manager's name he's bragging to the manager or the manager's around and the manager we find out his name is george uh the assistant tells the mayor that he needs to speak to kozolsky tonight mm-hmm. but he seems nonchalant about that very disinterested and also doesn't come up again. <laughs> nope, it's gone
0: forever. But this is where there was a great a great line where he's like, the champagne's imported, and they're like, oh, from where? He's like, Indiana. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they make so much champagne in California. What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, why are you getting Indiana champagne in L. A. Yeah,
0: it's like we spent more for it,
1: and it's worse. It's the mayor of L. A. Like, can you imagine yeah. the funds that guy has at his disposal? Joe, it's his. And we all know his name, the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> the mayor. Uh, Ginger takes a bathroom break, and her uh, partner is freaking out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the guy she came here with was like, "It's gonna start. It's gonna start. You're gonna be late. It's gonna be start. What are you doing?" And I I feel like the star of the movie is allowed to be a couple minutes late to the screening starting. Yeah, I feel like she she's seen it basically. Yeah, I I feel like she lived it a little bit.
1: Um, but she yes, totally nonchalant about. It. She could give a shit. And so Ginger takes a bathroom break and then all the ladies are kind of rushing out when the there's like the light flickers or something and they're like, oh, it's starting. Yeah, I think that's the like two minute
0: warning for the show to start is the like flickers in the bathroom so that people know to get out
1: to get or finish up and get out. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, they never start these things on time anyway. Who cares?
0: She's been to a couple movies, you know, where there's like six trailers in front of the movie now where she's not too worried about getting to her seat.
1: Yeah, this is the 80s. They've already got trailers, like, gumming up the works at the beginning. Yeah. But anyway, she ends up alone in this bathroom. Uh, The mayor is saying something about the Rams and that the theater restoration cost him 14 mil. But he does mention the Rams, right?
0: Yeah, the L.A. Rams. He said, I can't handle this and the Rams because I guess the Rams sucked. Yeah, this was, I mean, this was uh, a same old sorry ass Rams
1: era. So that's right. Uh. Ginger won't be getting any more roles as straight-necked women because the terror just snapped her neck. <laughs> That's as, I'm starting to notice a trend here, Jeff. A lot of neck snaps. A lot of neck snapping. Um, so now we're at a crime scene. Danny shows up to a crime scene where they found Ginger Franks' body. The mayor's assistant, named Sal, is pestering Danny to talk. And tells him that they think Simon Moon did this.
0: Yeah. And the manager really just wants to go home. He's like, yeah, yeah, I found this dead body. Which, why? Okay. where This dead body's just, like, out in a field. And the manager from the theater shows up. Like, I don't think he needs to be there. This is like Chuck Norris in A Force of One levels of, like, why are you at this crime scene? Like, right, yeah. You don't need to be. You are potentially a suspect. She died on your watch. Like, what are you doing here?
1: Well, he's still looking for that um, that tardy uh, new employee.
0: <laughs> he's yeah. still looking. Yeah, he's looking for uh,
1: Betsy. Yeah, Betsy.
0: He, what happened? He actually found the body because he saw, he saw the dead woman in the park. He's like, I bet that's Betsy. And he like stormed She's over.
1: taking a nap in the park. <laughs> you better have an excuse. <laughs> um, Danny says he'll rip Sal's tongue out if he calls him hero again. Which seems like a bit of an overreaction. <laughs>
0: yeah. <clears throat> he, like, just presumably just met this guy. Or actually, he probably interacts with him quite frequently. But
1: somebody on this team's a huge jerk. Can you imagine, like, I don't know. Like, I bet there's, like, famous baseball players, all time greats. Like, like people probably call Mike Trout the natural in the clubhouse. Like, dude, you're the natural. Can you imagine if he just turned to one of them and said, You call me that again, I'll rip your fucking tongue out? <laughs> like,
0: Can I imagine Mike Trout doing that? Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But that's such a bizarre reaction. Like, I get it. He feels guilty that he couldn't accomplish the job that the latter could.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But still, I mean. So Danny and the doctor from Simon's prison are now um, from Simon's prison break. Mm -hmm. They're now kind of walking around town. It's the next day. Um, Oh, is that who that guy was? Yeah, he's I could, the doctor from the beginning.
0: I I thought I was just like Bruh. this is just another character they introduced. I didn't I didn't catch that. I was so
1: confused as to who this guy was. Well, it's because he doesn't show up again in this movie yeah. after this scene, and he's actually a big time actor. He's the only other actor that I know about in this movie. Yeah. Like he's the only other actor I've seen in any other movie in this movie.
0: That's weird. And you when we were scrubbing this movie to see if we we're going to watch it, you said he was in another Chuck Norris movie that we looked at. Delta Force
1: 2. Delta
0: Force 2. A line the, in this Is the that Force a line in the sand? No, that's the president's man a line in the sand. Yeah. This is the Delta Force 2: The Colombian Connection. That's what the it
1: Colombian is. The Colombian Connection. Yes. So, uh, Danny and the doctor from Simon's Prison Break. Um they're talking on the street about Simon's evil and the doctor knows that Danny got his ass kicked that day. He's like mm-hmm. the only one that knows.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't worry, buddy. This, the fact that uh, he was defeated by gravity and not you, your secret's safe with me.
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, Danny pivots the conversation. Why doesn't he rape them? He asks. <laughs> yeah, normal, <laughs> normal question. He just says it so casually, like, not, why doesn't he rape them? Like he's exactly like, like that. Me. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: He's like when like, I think about doing this, it's a key component. It's it's the only reason to do it, really. Yeah, really, yeah, it's the driving force. Some would say.
1: So the doctor has determined that there was abuse, probably sexual too, which is super unique for a serial killer.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, sexual it, it, abuse. It's definitely
1: not. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time. To all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um he also tells Danny to look for a hiding place where he keeps all the bodies. That's the important thing to remember. I, I like how we went to talk to this doctor,
0: this therapist, and be like, you know what he's going to be doing? This escaped convict hiding. Yeah. You should definitely figure out where he's hiding. That's but why... Not only,
1: yeah, not only that, but he like draws an analogy. I can't... It's like Is it like a chipmunk or something? Like, how a chipmunk will... <laughs>
0: will yeah, he says something about how Gather animals. nuts? Yeah, what? and... Yeah, he says something about how animals need to have a place where they feel safe and to like, yeah, like a squirrel takes all their stuff.
1: And they take all their stuff too. So they're seeing like he's like an animal in that regard. Um, Danny wants to know how to beat fear, and the doctor basically tells him to stop being a whiny bitch.
0: Yeah, the doctor, <laughs> he's like, doctor, I've been having a lot of trouble with sleep, a little PTSD, and he's like, all right, let me write your prescription of suck it up, okay? <laughs> and then you're gonna take once a week. You're gonna take a this deal with it. And then yeah. uh, uh, if you need it, why don't you cry about it? Like yeah. that that's his three part <laughs> plan to deal with this.
1: Yeah. And if you're still having problems, uh, take this dose of grow a pair. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Danny calls Kay and tells her she can throw out all his stupid cowboy shit if she wants. And she totally wasn't already doing that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh,
0: I can't make large decisions for me. But for you, I'm just gonna throw your stuff away. Because that's not (laughs) I have no attachment to it. I don't know what this stuff is, so it's an easy decision for me.
1: She doesn't know how sentimental this cow skull is. She's just tossing it into the garbage. He killed that cow with his bare hands. It was the first cow he ever killed. Yeah.
0: Actually the cow just fell down a ladder. (laughs) (laughs) The cow
1: (laughs) The cow. (laughs) The cow was chasing him up a ladder and
0: it fell and cracked its head open
1: and then he told his dad he killed it yeah exactly um (laughs) i love that danny (laughs) takes a trip to the carousel and imagine simon riding one of the horses and twisting its head off that was
0: insane it's they like have a specially made like carousel horse where he's like snapping the horse's neck It's fucking crazy, (laughs) which I love how he's like, you know what I need right now? Let me get a a big dose of some PTSD. He's like, let me just walk over to the carousel and just channel how and it's in a like abandoned area, too.
1: Yeah, it's like an abandoned boardwalk.
0: Yeah. And the carousel is like functional.
1: I guess. I don't think it was operating. I think he was imagining it operating. He's just crazy. He just he's just like, "Let me get a hit of that crazy real." quick. Oh no, you're right. It is operating because there's children on it.
0: Yeah, cuz the lady walks up and be like, "You
1: want to ride?" <laughs> That's right. The woman asked Norris if he wants to ride. And I'm like 99% sure she doesn't work there because it's um because I've never seen a carousel employee before in my life. Like, well, I-
0: I think it's she's there to 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 spot creepy weirdos who are just staring at kids on the carousel.
1: Right, that's the trick question. Because if yeah. they're like, "Yes, please," <laughs> <laughs> she contacts. Yeah, hold on a sec. <laughs> um. Anyway, Danny declines. Um. Either that, or she's the creepy weirdo trying to like meet guys. Like, hey, you want to ride? <laughs> yeah, she's like, "So you love
0: carousels too, right?" This is my dream job, and he's like what are you talking about? It's like, I just love the way they go in circles. It's I love just, the horses. We got this one horse. You can snap its neck.
1: It's amazing. I don't know why they built it like that. <laughs>
0: really um, freaks out the kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. All the really big weirdos want to drive, that <laughs> ride that one. Um, Danny breaks into the old cellar, which has since been condemned. Mm-hmm. Well, it was condemned at the time. Cause
0: uh, um, that's why they figured out that, the terror is hiding at the wilter in the theater because they're like well it was condemned at the time which mm-hmm. there's a whole timeline issue because he's like just like simbads which
1: is this place yes that's so right. it
0: has been condemned for a while
1: uh dwight just scared the shit out of danny dwight is danny's old partner and yeah what is dwight doing here
0: he just shows a dude he says there's a, a priest running around at the station looking for his daughter, and he's got a lot of stuff to 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 figure out. And he's like, let me just wander over to this long-abandoned building. And then Chuck Norris is there.
1: I was like, is Dwight in on this? It wasn't a day that—dude, that's where I started to get weird questions about Dwight, too. It's like—because it wasn't his day. Like, that didn't give him post-traumatic stress.
0: Yeah, like, why did he show up there? And, and um, you know, nobody really— I guess he would know that the operating theory is that it's um it's the terror, it's Simon again because of the murder. But like, I don't know. I, he, it like it's not like he called around and is like, hey, have you seen Chuck Norris? Have you seen Danny? He's like, no. Oh, I bet he's at the crazy room. He just like shows up like five minutes after Danny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Dwight tells Danny that the Reverend is wondering where his daughter is yeah um danny heads to the mayor's office uh and the mayor wants danny oh by the way this scene where he's walking in and past all these reporters it's that's straight out of seven or seven actually this came before seven so seven took almost feels like seven took this scene because it's like almost an exact shot it's i think it's the same building where brad pitt and um or somebody's going through and like there's a bunch of reporters around they're snapping they're asking a bunch of questions it just had like such flashback of seven when i was
0: watching i can it. see that i can see that yeah i i can see in my mind's eye uh you know kevin spacey being on the stairs what do you say like i think you're looking for me or something like that no no
1: no. that was at the bank but or like at the police station but, i thought this um, was the, okay
0: maybe i'm not No, this is the, the mayor's scene,
1: office but... This is like city hall
0: yeah but i i maybe i'm misremembering the scene from seven you're referencing then
1: uh, it's it's a scene where it's either the cops or, like, uh, the DA or something is, like, marching through all of these, like, guys. And if you watch Joe, the-
0: I have one question for you, Joe. What's in the box?
1: What's in the box? What's in the box? Who knows? Um, uh, someone with a snap neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mayor wants Danny to tell the press... That the murders have nothing to do with Simon Moon. But Danny thinks it is Simon Moon. The mayor insists that the press wants Danny, not him. Because remember, he's like, he's like, "Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. Danny's like, I'm not gonna lie. So you just tell him. And the mayor's like, oh, they don't want me. They want the hero. Yeah, he's.
0: It's very much like it's a uh, like a casting decision. He's like, you know what? I don't think I would make a very realistic person to break this news. They want you to do it. You're the goddamn mayor. <laughs> yeah, like, they they elected you. Chuck Norris yeah. was just there when this guy fell down a ladder,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, the actress wasn't sexually molested, so it must be Simon Moon. Dude, he
0: was so like the lab report says the actress wasn't sexually mol- like he's disappointed yeah <laughs> he's like ah come on i was hoping she was going to be sexually molested that that's what i love that's what i love about
1: this stuff <laughs> um he's like yeah what a milk toast <laughs> yeah this what is stupid. He, just, stupid he just them? he on. just kills him come on snaps their necks lame which to be fair is what i was feeling around this time <laughs> like can we get like an impaling or anything? Like, <laughs> um, but he's supposed to be dead. Um, and besides, he's an insatiable lunatic, so there's no way he could wait this long before killing again. He, he, he can't. He's he's just got to murder Joe. Um, but why was the actress left in the park? Danny says because he didn't like her. Who knows? <laughs> That was my question and I don't think
0: it's very good police work that he had the same answer that I do, which is I don't know. <laughs> <But>
1: like, <laughs> it was yeah, no dude, it was like such a weird answer. Like, I don't know, she doesn't like her. Next question.
0: <laughs> it was like it was like uh in a force of one when they asked the chief like what were your guys doing? He's like, I don't know, you tell me.
1: <laughs> you tell me yeah, it's, a, it's a suspicious answer. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not a good answer. Uh, Danny proceeds to detail the thought process Of a killer Who found an abandoned theater And set up there Until the mayor came along and renovated it
0: I don't understand what the timeline Of this movie is (laughs) Yeah So Simon Moon got out After we've established that she's very That Kay is very pregnant Yes But he set up shop in a Abandoned Theater. theater Yeah That is now open.
1: Well, before any of the renovation occurred, he was there. But in this movie, he broke out
0: after we understand that Kay is very pregnant. Yes. So how long could he have been at that theater and Kay still be very pregnant?
1: This must have been either a speedy renovation job or um, Kay is not a human being. (laughs) Or, Joe, Kay is not actually pregnant. Great question She's wearing a fat suit underneath
0: (coughs) It's not a very very convincing belly
1: Jeff that's why she buys the normal size dress
0: Because she's going to go on
1: a date With another guy That That she doesn't have to wear the fat suit for
0: It's perfect And then the doctor's in on it
1: And it's also why um, Danny pre-ejaculates Every time She's chosen Danny as a pre-ejaculator That way she never has to take her clothes off
0: That's right Oh my god, Joe, it's the perfect
1: crime. It's the perfect, insane crime. Um, so, the mayor's secretary pops in to say that the press is getting antsy. Her name is Harriet. Also the name of the secretary in A Force of One. Also the spy. Also the spy.
0: Harriet the spy. Um, um but uh, one, one note I got here was that, <laughs> that, hold on, I forgot to mention this, is that, um the terror gets gentrified he's like let me live in the only area i can afford and then they build up around him and then he gets pushed out by rich affluent people and he's just lashing back
1: he's the victim
0: here he is the victim that's what i was getting at joe he is the victim here (laughs) the real terror is society (laughs) that's right the real terror is
1: capitalism (laughs) that's right (laughs) let's talk about that um so the mayor wants to say hush about moon living. Ah, so this, it, the, the villain of this scene really is capitalism because That's the right. mayor wants to say hush about moon living at the theater so he can preserve his renovation job.
0: And he goes, you know, like the mayor and Jaws that worked out fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the mayor at Jaws. Um, and they is have right? a Jaws in the basement. Could right. have been Jaws. Okay. Uh, but they'll station a police officer there. That's his his compromise.
0: One cop who will definitely pay attention the whole time.
1: Totally. Um so now we're at the presser. One reporter asks the mayor about Simon Moon. He deflects the question to Danny, who simply says, No, it's not Simon Moon. Yep. <laughs> That's the end of the end of interview. That's the whole thing.
0: And but there's a great line where he says, do where the, the mayor, Dan Rollins, asks him, uh uh, if they have an accord, basically because he's like Chuck Norris, I need you to lie to them. And he's like, "Do we have an accord?" And Chuck Norris says, "If the English translation for accord is we lie, then I pass." And then the next time we see Chuck Norris, he's like, "Yeah, we have an accord. Uh, I'm I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna lie." And um, here's the thing. Here is the thing, Joe. Uh huh. They're just sweeping under the rug. The murder of a movie star. Yeah. Like, this is a renovation that they're doing a movie premiere at that the whole town shows up for. Right. The the star of the movie gets murdered, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Just don't
1: worry about it. Just don't worry about it. The body was out in the park, so there were cameras there. Yes. So everyone knows. Like, imagine even not a huge movie star. Like, let's say Reese Witherspoon gets found dead in a park. That would she's be a huge she's a big movie star. Okay. Um uh who was the one that married uh Johnny Depp? I was gonna say, what about he Amber Hurd? Heard? That's what I was gonna say was okay. Amber Heard. Oh, <laughs> well, there we go. So Amber Heard gets found dead in a park. That's a news story. Yeah. That that's a big deal. People aren't gonna just go back to that theater. <laughs> They're not yeah, exactly. She disappears from a theater
0: and everybody's like, it's fine. You know what? It's fine. Don't worry about it. But
1: gets found with her neck snapped in the middle of a park. So clearly murdered. So even if they don't think it's happened in the theater, the area is what's scary now.
0: She was last seen in the women's room. There are witnesses that she was last seen in the women's room. Right. So they know bad things happen in there and they're like, it's fine. It's fine. Just reopen the beaches. The sharks are not going to attack twice.
1: Right. Um, The sharks are full. They got their fill. They're done now.
0: Everybody knows okay. sharks only eat once every six weeks.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, so now we're home and Kate is getting ready for date night. And she asks Danny how she looks and objectively her outfit looks terrible.
0: She looks, is this when she looks like uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Yes, yeah, she looks horrible.
1: <laughs> like, how can you ask that question? Really? Um, She's wearing
0: what is essentially a giant windbreaker suit
1: do you know what i would say and even if this was a woman who i intended on marrying and like had my child in her stomach if she asked me that question wearing that i'd be like i don't know do you own a mirror like (laughs) uh
0: joe um she this is the first scene where i was like oh they didn't even try to make her look pregnant she looks fat. She doesn't look pregnant. She looks, she looks fat. fat. <laughs> there is, because, okay, a pregnant belly. There's a certain amount of, like, tautness to it.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it stops it's, below the breasts.
0: <laughs> yeah, it stops below the breasts, and there's a tautness to it. There's a shape. It's round. She looks like uh, a plumber.
1: <laughs> She's got no, this, dude. like, saggy belly that, like, she goes. She looks like they put a fucking umpire pad underneath her fucking <laughs> dress.
0: This is the worst pregnancy belly I have ever seen. And I've seen like high school or high school kids do pregnancy bellies. At she least looks com- horrific. Yeah, it, it it looks bad. Like she doesn't look she doesn't look pregnant. She looks fat. Like she, she got fat. bad. And
1: her, her skin looks bad. All of it looks they've made her look terrible. Um Danny hesitates to say she looks good, obviously, and she assumes it's because she looks fat.
0: Yep, that's right. And uh, I wrote, Danny looks like he has to have diarrhea. I don't remember what the context of that is, but <laughs> in the middle of the scene. Is. I'm
1: trying to remember what that look is. <laughs> uh, they watch his presser on TV. Um, but really, also, before we get to that, it's not just that she looks fat. Her fucking outfit is
0: horrendous. Joe, I said she looks like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. She is wearing a white, like, windbreaker suit. Coat. Yeah. It's insane. It this sucks. Is- this is an insane outfit for this woman to wear It's her birthday dinner. Yeah. At like a really nice place. And she she's like, I'm going to dress like I'm going to put on a parachute. Like, I'm going right. to wear a parachute. And then I'm going to complain that I don't look sexy.
1: Right. The whole night. Um, Danny gets mad that the press keeps calling him hero. But Kate assures him that he's earned it. Then says that she doesn't want to spend the night with someone who's constantly putting himself down. Which is uh, ironic. <laughs> she's like, that's um, my job. Uh, Danny switches modes and calls her feisty. Pregnant. Then they Eskimo kiss.
0: And then she says a very weird and specific thing that makes me wonder about the If the writer has some very specific prejudices in this movie. So Chuck Norris, Danny calls her a feisty little booger. And Joe, do you remember what did you write down what she said in response to that? Oh, you know us Welsh. Well- Welsh? <laughs> yes. She very specifically says Welsh. What in God's name does that mean, Joe? Does the writer of this movie have a racist streak against the Welsh? The Welsh? <laughs> what a bizarre,
1: what a bizarre group of people to dislike, and also so weird to slip that into a film that nobody saw.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to be racist against the Welsh, make sure nobody sees it. Or else, you know, the strong the strong Welsh lobby is going to come after you.
1: Yeah, the nation of the Welsh will <laughs> will come after you hard.
0: Joe. The Welsh come from Wales. She says she looks like a whale. Maybe ah. it's just a very bad and convoluted joke or they're racist against the Welsh.
1: Or they're racist against the Welsh. It could be both. Why not, Why not? both? Yeah. Uh, so now we're at the restaurant. Fancy restaurant. They arrive at the valet. And the valet has a hard time lifting Kay out of the car. Uh, then the host has a hard time squeezing Kay into her seat in the back dining room. <laughs> so they're just like, this is like a weird like This is like, a, this this
0: is is like a, a clumps level, like... <laughs> Physical comedy that they're doing, like it's just like she Yes,
1: this is fucking Nutty Professor.
0: Yeah, or she, yeah, the yeah, the Nutty Professor. This is like he, you know, she's just like crash, boom, bang. Like she's in one of those fake sumo suits, and yeah, she like, hey, like
1: water. Um, you see the water glasses ripple, ripple. She into the room.
0: They lift her out of the car, and the suspension rises like right? nine inches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, so then um, Danny ordered champagne, which Kate gets annoyed at because she's pregnant. Remember, I would to to be fair, Joe. Y- you don't forget
0: that this woman is pregnant and you're like booze. And she's like, well, I can't have any. He's like, well, I guess I'm going to drink a whole bottle of booze.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's assuming that she got this champagne for him yeah exactly <laughs> or that he got the champagne for her and not was not planning to drink it all himself while she whined about how fat she is
0: well it's like if you're gonna do this like get champagne and like martinelli's right but this it looks true. like he's just like oh it's your birthday guess i'm getting tanked and you're driving home because you can't drink because you're pregnant
1: i wonder if nice restaurants have martinelli i worked at a nice restaurant and i don't think we had martinelli's
0: well a nice restaurant would accommodate Though, so if Chuck Norris like called ahead and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring in some Martinelli's." Martinelli's. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good point. Um, then Kate sighs as a pretty girl walks by and claims. By the way, I love this scene. This is my favorite. Before we get into this, I love this is my favorite scene in the movie. Maybe one of my favorite scenes of any of these movies.
0: Joe, this is the most unhinged scene that I've watched (laughs) in this. And I watched a scene where uh, Michelle Rodriguez got
1: angry at her boobs. Right. And and uh, Leatherface tried to fuck a girl with a chainsaw <laughs> on an ice yeah. block.
0: And this scene is the most unhinged scene that I've this, watched
1: for this. This season. is insane. This this takes insanity to a new level. Um, K, so Kay sighs as a pretty girl walks by her and claims she's. Fat, ugly, and getting old. But other than that, I'm perfect. <laughs>
0: and Chuck Norris says the one thing you're not supposed to say in response to this.
1: She is fat. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're supposed to be fat.
1: You're supposed to be fat, but you're also beautiful.
0: But you're also old.
1: <laughs> you're also old. <laughs> um, Kate says, or Kay says... They should they should order because she always feels better with food. <laughs> not yeah. helping her case. She's not. OK, let's 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 line up the facts here. She's
0: always this is the second time she's brought up how she needs to eat a bunch. Uh-huh. She, she's not she doesn't have pregnancy belly, Joe. No, she's very cagey about everything. Yeah. There's, there's no baby. And what? There's no baby, Joe.
1: There's no baby. <laughs> the baby we see later. She stole the baby. She stole the baby from the ward. That's right. Um, Danny gets Kay a cake with 247 candles on it, one for every crow's foot she's developed over the years.
0: One for every pound she's gained during this pregnancy. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> Dude, it has so, to be fair, it has an obnoxious amount of candles on it. Like, There's too many candles on this cake. Like, this there's is the a type reason. Of- they make those candles with the number, like those number candles. Yeah. Well, all,
0: it's it's so many candles. And it's like, sometimes I think about the logistics of it. Like, it's like, oh, God, somebody's got to go put all those candles into the cake. And it's like, why do not they just get the number candles? This is ridiculous.
1: And then scraping the wax off afterwards. Oh, God. Joe, it's a mess. It's a nightmare. Uh, Kay hates herself, shocker, and is feeling confused. She's rethinking every decision she's made with Danny. Uh,
0: yeah. and, and Joe is not being hyperbolic when he says this. She says, I'm rethinking every decision that I've
1: made. Here's a list. Uh, she's rethinking giving up her job. Rethinking not necessary. Giving, giving up her apartment.
0: Not necessary. Uh,
1: getting fat. Mm. Having a kid. Joe, we all regret getting fat. I mean, that's but, just... It... <laughs> right, yeah, that's not unique. But most of all, she wishes she wasn't 36 <laughs> The old crone. She's over the hill. Jeff, I'm 35 next month. I've never had this thought. (laughs) Well, Joe, you're not
0: insane with pregnancy hormones. Unless
1: you are. I've never come close. I guess I have to ask my sister if she's ever had a thought like this because she's also turning 35 and was just pregnant. This seems like an overreaction. 36 is not that old.
0: (laughs) No, it's not that old. Uh, But, uh, uh yeah she's just really uh she's pregnancy braining a lot over all of this and she's like i'm a shrink for christ's sake that doesn't mean that you can have a good brain she's just bad braining all over the place
1: i mean it means you're supposed to work on yourself a little bit like yeah. um and i just put my notes she's fucking nuts like that was just nuts. my next
0: fucking and then she says she's worried about having a weird kid
1: yeah right she was worried about like a deformed kid
0: She's like, what if my kid's a little nerdlinger and everybody picks on him? <laughs> and they say, your mom is so old. Would she have you? Or would she Where have she you in your
1: Thirty-six. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Chuck Norris says the one thing that would calm a woman down in this situation. Uh, what does he say? He says that's a lot of wishes for one birthday. <laughs>
1: that's right. All of his responses are so bad.
0: He had better, he had a better, like, back and forth with Victor at the docks.
1: Yes, (laughs) he had a better, he had a more fluid relationship with that guy, Victor.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Victor did say he wished they were queers, so.
1: Yeah, he was trying. Victor tried, I don't know.
0: Victor's actually, maybe he's actually progressive.
1: Danny didn't put in the work. Victor was trying.
0: Well, Danny doesn't even, we see from this, Danny is not a good partner to be with. He does not put in any. He's,
1: he's a brick wall. Uh, Kate's having a rough night So Danny takes her to the theater That he suspects a serial killer is living in
0: Yeah He's like, hold on, I know we're having this special date for your birthday And I know you're having a really hard night But let me stop
1: off at, at this murder scene Really quick and do some work And I know you're pregnant with my child but <laughs> yes, let's, there's also that Let's bring you to this, uh, this site of a serial killer um, They meet up with one of Danny's spotters This is Bill uh, Joe, how do you know he's Bill? Because he's black. Okay. Little mnemonic And yeah, it's because he's black. Uh, who says he normally runs? Who says he normally runs when he sees a pregnant woman? There
0: was a very just like. I feel like that's racist.
1: It's yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I felt for sure. <laughs> I think it was racial. Like it had to be racially. Thought of because otherwise I don't get it. I don't get the joke.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um, I would have been more comfortable with Dwight in this scene.
1: Me too. But also, it's just, but then you got to have him working out and Dwight work out. But also, this is where I start thinking that maybe there's something going on with Bill and Kay because, um, the, of the banter that follows, but also like, is he just knocking up women and then running out of the picture? That's
0: possible. I mean, Joe, it's possible that that's what's happened here. Very. possible. And Chuck
1: Norris is going to raise Bill's baby. And Kay is thinking about all of this as she's at her thirty-sixth day dinner.
0: Yeah, that's that's really what the the cause of the breakdown
1: is. Is she is so racked with guilt? That's actually true. Whenever you're, this is a tip pro tip for everybody. Whenever you're with somebody and they're freaking out about like. 18 different things at the same time. They're freaked out about the thing they're not telling you about. <laughs>
0: yeah. This is the one thing that they're not telling you about. And, um, but Joe, uh, let's, let's talk about Bill when he says hi to them. If this was in a romantic comedy where mm-hmm. Bill is in love with Kay, Yeah. And, and Danny shows up and he's like the douchey boyfriend Sly or whatever. Piece, yeah. This line would be in that movie where he goes, well, 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 a guy and a girl. And me and a ghetto blaster. Like this would be in a comedy <laughs> where Bill's the main character and he's trying to get with Kay. Right. It all it all tracks because he's he's so awkward in this scene.
1: And the manager just pops up and goes awkward. <laughs> and He walks
0: away and he says, "You figure it out, because I sure can't."
1: Right, right, right.
0: Joe throwing some awkward laughs and that's the Seth Rogen job. half the movie. I feel. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Some weed references and we're off to the races.
1: Right, a couple of scenes getting stoned.
0: Well, uh, figure out what Jonah Hill's role is and, and call it a picture.
1: Right. Uh, Bill thanks Danny for the OT and Danny says it's no problem. He just asked for the dumbest guy they had. And they sent. And they sent Bill. And they sent Bill. Uh, everyone joins in on the awkward banter, including the theater manager.
0: That's right. Uh, and. Uh, this is another thing. Uh, Bill says, Kay, how do you put up with this guy?" And she says, "Not easily." Joe, they hate each other. But Bill it's really it's clunky
1: too. It's like you can tell it's supposed to be kind of like snappy, Miss Maisel type, you know, like <laughs> Miss Maisel type. You know what I'm saying? Like, like vaudeville style. Yeah, like know, take my wife, please. please? Yeah, but like this, like how do you? Uh, what are you doing ne- next week? Uh, what aren't I doing next week? Like, you know, like. And then, but it's done so clunkily and dryly that it, it just skips by you. Like, I, I blinked and, and all of a sudden I was like, wait, what the fuck are they talking about? What is this? Joe, Bill is in love with Kay. That is what's happening here. Um, so Danny tells Bill that he thinks Simon Moon is in the theater while Kay talks babies with the manager.
0: And this is great, because the manager shows Kay his, the picture of his kid, and he's like, I'd hoped you'd ask. She didn't ask.
1: <laughs> no, 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 he just pulled it out. <laughs>
0: he just pulled out the picture of his kid. And then she says, all babies are beautiful. And then he says, your baby will be beautiful.
1: <laughs> unless is this, it's de- unless you're 36. <laughs> then it could be the fourth. <laughs> Joe, is this the theater manager's baby? Ah, it could be could be no but it'd be great if he was like yeah unless you're like 36 years old then it's probably deformed he's like the cutoff
0: for beautiful babies is like 34 stretching it at 35 but i mean yeah.
1: if you 36 could 36 forget possibly, about it
0: yeah if you could even possibly get pregnant at 36 like if that's physically right, possible that,
1: for you, i don't even really know that, that it's possible
0: yeah right. if you can it's really gonna be a re- like, have you seen goonies yeah <laughs> i
1: think the goonies kid was a 36 year old baby yeah
0: yeah i mean it's, uh, could you imagine? And she's like, not huh?
1: Chunk. The other. Sloth. <laughs> yeah, Sloth. Slot. Slot. That's his name. Yeah. Um. So Kate goes, or Kay, sorry. Kay goes to the bathroom where all those blondes disappeared. Danny sees this, runs upstairs, sneaks up on Kay to scare her, then asks to watch her pee. She declines and they go home. Yep. That's. No, oh, that's the scene. That's the whole scene. Uh, but but not we're not done yet because Bill, who is black, gets asked what kind of music he digs. Yeah, <laughs> and he says Mozart. Fucking white people, am I right?
0: <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. Um, just because it's like, oh, this is uh, I I.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking white people in my right scene we've seen it them before
0: it is if this movie was made in 2020 uh the the manager would be played by uh john michael higgins
1: yeah and bill would be played by lebron james <laughs> yeah in a, in a uh yes exactly or a young michael b jordan yes
0: yeah like before like a pre-black panther michael b jordan
1: when he yeah he, he wouldn't be big enough for this he's too big for this now um but like
0: a Friday Night light between Friday Night Lights and Black Panther era, Michael B. Jordan would definitely. Maybe,
1: maybe John Boyega might still do this. Oh, a pre-Star Wars. No, nah, I think pre-Star Wars John Boyega would do it. Or no, maybe I'm not thinking of John Boyega. I'm thinking of Get Out Guy. Oh, oh, what is his name? The guy that was. Uh... It's like Boyega, it, but it's not. Daniel um, K- Kalua, Kalua. There it is. Kalua. Daniel Kalua. 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 Um, Sorry, that feels racist <laughs> <laughs> On the ride home Kate goes into labor So they take a detour to the hospital Now we're back at the theater And Bill is wandering around a theater screen He puts on a little Mozart But on a boombox, of course Joe, of course <laughs> And he starts jogging around the aisles uh, Now we're back at the hospital Danny is confused that no one is waiting in the parking lot to greet them at the emergency room. This is the beginning. This is where we start to see how unprepared Danny is for a modicum of responsibility.
0: He is like, where's the valet? (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like, we had a valet at the restaurant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. He like goes up to the front desk and be like, can I see a menu? She's like, excuse me? You're like, a menu. She's like, this is a hospital.
1: We're also gonna need a child seat in about 15 minutes. I think that's how long it takes.
0: If you could scare one up, uh, I have a few models here. If you have one of these few models of this particular car seat, I would, I would like that. Thank you.
1: Um, or high chair. That's what I meant, not a car seat. Um, uh, can't even remember his obstetrician's name. Yeah, he can't remember his obstetrician's name. It's some, some lady. I don't know, a lady doctor. What? Do you got have- a lady doctor back there? The, the lady doctor of the hospital yeah. this is 1988 the one they let do medicine so just grab one of them it's fine
0: the one that you haven't drowned for being a witch yet <laughs> or do you have a male doctor that'd be even better like, yeah. you know those? just any doctor really how hard could it be you just unhinge the belly pull the baby out right. latch the belly back up
1: it's Snapping not that hard back, your button yeah. snap uh kate will never do this again and by this she means relying on Danny to have his shit together.
0: Yeah, it's it's a smart move by her to never count on Danny doing this ever again.
1: Uh, the scenes toggle between Bill uh jogging and Kate and or K in labor with some snappy lines for Norris mixed in. He's still doing banter. He's yeah. still doing lines at his wife's pregnancy.
0: Yeah, he 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 loves to riff. He's just trying to riff it out with the doctors.
1: Right. This is where he has the New Jersey line. He's like, where's she coming from? Jersey? Where's this doctor? Where's she driving from? Jersey?
0: And where does he faint? Does he he, he, fainted, he fainted already? Yeah, at the front desk. Uh
1: the spotter's Mozart, uh or the spot Bill's Mozart gets shut off and it's Simon Moon. Uh-oh. So Bill does the only logical thing and he approaches him.
0: Yeah, this is where we get the backlit where he looks like he's like Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers or Jack one of these in The Shining. Yeah, this backlit. He's just standing there as an ominous figure. And uh, Simon Moon doesn't have any lines in this whole movie. No, not a one. So it's very much he's supposed to be this like force of nature guy. And um, this is where we get the knockoff Kiki ma, ma, ma" again.
1: Yeah, as this is. Approaching.
0: This is right before Bill died. That's where I came up with the Bill equals black, white equals white mnemonic right there at the top oh, of my face. <laughs> uh,
1: so he reaches for his gun, does Bill, when he gets close enough. And uh, Jeff, what happens? What do you think happens here? Uh, he gets his neck snapped. Yes. I put he gets his neck rearranged because I got sick of writing
0: snapped. <laughs> my question, though. Since, so it goes straight from the terror snapping Bill's neck to the baby being born.
1: Yes, it's a girl.
0: Named Angela. Yeah. Joe, what if Bill's soul left his body?
1: Ah, like
0: yes. To Angela.
1: The classic soul uh, soul transfer.
0: That's right. As if, if you die at the same moment, you're partner's baby is born who might be your baby who
1: might be your baby
0: <laughs> you transfer into their, their your soul goes into their body this your is well consciousness
1: known goes into their body um black uh, uh so, okay i said black spotter's name uh i said it was dwight but no it's bill why did i put dwight Dwight. joe because you didn't have a mnemonic that's right they find his body outside the theater and danny is called up. Mm-hmm. Danny wants to sweep the theater with every man they have And thus ensues The most obvious time-wasting sequence We've had yet When they had like 30 cops
0: uh, Going through a row of, of theater seats I feel like one guy on
1: either side could do the same job Or not show it at all How about that? <laughs> That's also a possibility this, Jeff, we've got like half an hour to go In this movie the next half hour is just sweeping this theater over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, so the, yeah, like, they look and they're like, look again. So they're like, all right, and they look again. And he's like, look
1: again. There's four <laughs> separate times where like somebody says, have you found anything yet? And they're like, nothing. And he's like, keep looking. <laughs> keep looking. Let's go deeper, deeper into the
0: theater. I like the idea that this theater has like catacombs that are that hard to, to it's get It's wild.
1: It is wild, Jeff. We'll get there. Um Danny notices a cop poking this is the first time first thing that happens. Danny notices a po- uh, cop poking his head out of the secret ceiling door. Joe I had a problem with this
0: cop. The
1: he, oh, the ceiling cop? The ceiling cop.
0: He pokes his head out of the out of the ceiling. He looks down, he's like, "All right, there's a lot of cops around there." And he sweeps with his flashlight. Like, let me make sure none of these cops are the killer. Like he
1: like checks the <laughs> cops with his flashlight. <laughs> Let's look at each of these cops with the flashlight on.
0: Uh, make sure these cops aren't the
1: killer. And but, it's a yeah. lit room. He doesn't need a flashlight really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a problem with this ceiling cop. I didn't I didn't understand his thought process here.
1: Sure. Also, how the hell did he get up there so fast? It takes Chuck Norris 15 minutes of movie time to get up there. He's that good, Joe. He's he was, on top of it. He was, literally <clears throat> He was so, just taking
0: um, a nap up there, and they're like,
1: "Oh yeah, 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 I'm, I'm searching." So Jeff, you see a cop uh, coming out of a ceiling door. Where's the first place you go? Ceiling door. Women's restroom. Of course. He goes to the women's restroom. <laughs> him and the partner. Okay. Um. It's
0: just a thing that he's into. Okay, please don't shame him. <laughs> right.
1: He's Danny, like, "Are there
0: any ladies peeing in here? Because is, hey, is my wife peeing listening. in here?"
1: Okay, any other lady you will do. <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
0: Dwight, can you sit down and pee? I just, I just need to Dwight, hear that Dwight, can you noise. pee like
1: a girl? You know how to pee like a girl. <laughs> this guy, Dwight pees like a girl all the time. He tells all the other guys they laugh. <laughs> hey, ceiling cop. <laughs> yeah, hey, ceiling cop, you heard this one? Uh, Danny finds the vent and he climbs in. And then he says like Dwight, you can stay back here if you want. So Dwight's like, yeah, I'm not getting dirty. That's yeah, he told
0: cool. me I pee like a girl. I'm not going in there.
1: I hope you're you not, get killed. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> you were I'm very regret you. your wife.
0: <laughs> Again.
1: Again. Um some cops are searching. Some are frightening each other around corners. <laughs> Did you notice that? There's a scene where, like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, they're not very competent cops. Now they're searching the inside of the walls. Now Danny's in a smaller shaft. Now Danny's above the ceiling. (laughs) What is the
0: schematics? What The best part about this is later on, we see the, the blueprints of this building. But the whole time, I'm like, what are the blueprints of this building look like? There's just tunnels that go... From the women's bathroom to above the, the theater, the yeah, drop crazy. ceiling in the theater.
1: It's so bizarre. It's so crazy. Um, So now Danny's above the ceiling. He asks a cop if he's seen anything. Nothing yet. Uh, Now Danny's checking out another shaft built into the upper wall of the ceiling section. So this is where it gets really wacky because maybe, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to have a shaft going from the women's bathroom to the ceiling above the theater, But at least that makes sense physically. (laughs) You can imagine a building that looks like this. Here's where it gets wacky. Danny goes through a secret shaft built into the upper wall of the ceiling area. Joe, thought process here, theory here that I have. Uh Uh-huh.
0: So we know that the terror... Has, which I've confirmed I wrote him as the horror on every single page of my notes okay. but we've confirmed the terror has been there the whole time right uh-huh what if the terror posed as part of the renovation crew and built that would be what a play
1: yeah what a play and we, we thought he, he got used... turned into a janitor he used his pottery making skills <laughs> it's all made out of thrown clay <laughs> It's all wobbly shaped and It's not exactly like It's not There's structurally sound all
0: over. There's like thumbprints
1: all over it It's like thicker in spots Right and like handprints where he was like smoothing
0: He doesn't actually kill the women right away He takes them up there And he's like what do you think And Jigger was like this isn't very good And so he snapped her neck and threw her in the grass
1: Right. Wrong answer Wrong answer You go in the grass Uh, (laughs) and the ones that say, yeah, I love it. Totally. Those are the ones he keeps. (laughs) Yeah. Then he snaps their neck and they live there forever. Yeah. Um, so Danny's partner is still waiting back in the ladies room. (laughs) They go back to him. He's just like tapping his toe.
0: He's like, he's no, he's like, uh, you know, like when you're in elementary school and you're in the girls room, he's like, I'm not supposed to be in here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: girls pee in here.
1: Um, (laughs) so true (laughs) that was that was the reaction that people had yeah um so danny traverses more inner wall dude if sorry really quick offshoot if women knew what guys were all guys all men (laughs) were as boys in like fifth grade they would (laughs) never date any men again (laughs) that's very
0: true we're um, all little monsters. Every single every single man was at one point a little
1: monster. Just absurd. Absurd people. Right? <laughs> um Danny traverses more inner wall rooms and tunnels, each more poorly lit than the last. That's how you know he's gonna reach the crazy room. Uh finally we see Simon crawling through these same vents. Uh Danny returns to the ladies' room. He's found nothing. And Dwight's like, hey girls pee in here dude <laughs> like oh my god you're right <laughs>
0: yeah it's crazy we're not supposed to be in here
1: so crazy um simon is on the outer roof now mm-hmm. so he's climbed outside the building danny and the partner enter a red lit room yeah uh, I, I i the, the dark room <laughs> for the theater i don't know. uh Simon is gradually escaping, I think very slowly. <laughs> he's not even really trying to be sneaky about it. He's just kind of like walking around, yeah, if he's just kind of like wandering around looking for something to do. He's just out in the open very gradually it's there's no sense of urgency here. Um he's like these cops are idiots. <laughs> yeah, <it's
0: laughs> he's like so this dumb. isn't even fun for me anymore. I got to I got to I got to, you know, clean this up, make this more fun for me. He's
1: like I'm done. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm am going to do something else. Um Danny and and his partner um are on the roof. Uh nothing. Nothing there. Nope. Simon, real bad cops. <laughs> Simon has made his way to a parking lot outdoors oh the po- he, okay so he's made his way outdoors he's outdoors which is incredible so there's no police outside of the theater is that worse to believe
0: yeah they are just only inside the theater and he can just randomly if he just chooses to leave out of like a back door he's 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 bested them
1: or a fire escape i guess that's it
0: joe this is the same police department that calls a guy who was there when another guy fell down a ladder a hero
1: Right. They're not good cops, Joe. No, they're not. Um, Simon's at an apartment building. Uh, their underground parking lot, and you know it's an apartment building because there's a woman taking groceries. Young woman taking groceries to the elevator, but she's brunette, so he passes. He's like,
0: Nah, no I mean, thanks. He's like, Let me let me do another lap around this uh, parking garage, and if I get desperate, I'll come back to the brunette.
1: Right, right, right. Um. Now, I guess this building's an office building because there's a woman in a business suit with a briefcase in a hallway with it seems like an office building. There's people walking around. Yeah. With pants. Oh, it's,
0: it's definitely an office building I, I, to the point where I thought it was a different building when they cut to her. Also, because it's daytime. It's nighttime before. Yes. And cut to this lobby and it's daytime.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what happened here? Did he just find another parking lot that looks exactly the same? I guess guess i
0: i don't know joe joe i don't understand
1: here's another confusing thing um simon hides in this businesswoman's car um and kills her neck snap style okay oh that's joe, not that's not the, the confusing next part um but she appears brunette so um i say it must be a die job or i need to rework my whole simon moon profile
0: Joe, I think uh, I think you need to rework your whole Simon Moon profile.
1: He kills three blondes, or I guess two. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe he just killed two, but yeah. all those women were blonde down in the in the first cellar too. Were they? Yeah, I think so. I thought
0: there was a brunette in there.
1: <laughs> Maybe there is. Maybe it's two blondes and a brunette. Maybe there is a certain amount of blondes, and then he needs one. I've brunette. heard that joke. Sure, yeah. Um uh but you don't want to bring in the redhead she'll stink up the place anyway we go the next day um and danny takes a walk on the beach as he remembers the doctor's advice about simon's corpse dungeons danny looks over the blueprints for the theater finds a secret passageway that they missed uh, outside of all the other secret passageways in this Yeah, he found the one. How could you tell? I mean, there's a billion secret passageways in this place. Um he goes to the hospital. Danny sneaks up on Kate, but this time it's less effective because she's sleeping.
0: Yeah. And um hold on real quick one second. He goes, he's like finds public property. This this the the map. He gets like a jeweler's eye and he looks at it really close. Right. Does it did he write dead body room on the,
1: on the, on yeah, the, on the No, it was like, written it's, it's a designated dead body room and yeah, he was so, just checking to make sure and then he circles it and then
0: leaves the blueprints. He's right. like, Let me just make sure somebody he's like, he's setting up an alibi. He's like, in case I get like in case they try to pin this on me like, look, I found the dead body room. I circled it. He's setting well, up a
1: circle series. it if it was my dead body room.
0: Joe that's what he wants you to think. Uh. This is A Tyler Durden situation, Joe.
1: Oh, my. The hero is the terror. The hero is the terror, Joe. And the terror is the hero. Joe, that's
0: correct. (laughs) Um, Why do you think that Bill was so calm when
1: the terror showed up? Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, how you doing? Just going to grab my gun here. Maybe we'll go get a bite to eat or something. (laughs) Yeah, Joe. Joe. Think about it.
0: Good this point. is a Tyler Durden situation.
1: Very good point. I like it.
0: I thought it was weird when the Terror tried to make a, get him to make soap. I thought that part was kind of weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't
1: understand that part. Out of women's liposuction fat? Out of, out of uh, women's pee in the bathroom? <laughs> women's bathroom pee? They just put little Ziplocs in there? Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> um, she wakes up. And they have a heart to heart about Simon Moon, then say their premature goodbyes. So this is like a real goodbye scene. They're like, all yeah. right, farewell.
0: It's uh, it says uh, she looks like you, doesn't she? It's a baby. Babies don't look like anybody. Newborn like babies, she... they look like
1: little aliens. He's like, yeah, looks exactly like like me, except she's black. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're back at the theater danny returns to the theater alone oh wait danny's partner name partner's name is dwight so i still have no idea who the black guy's name is thank you for saying it was it's phil uh danny's partner dwight tells him to wait for backup yeah right <laughs> it's gonna that's, work this time <laughs> yeah that's not gonna happen danny goes back through the vent in the ladies room up to the ceiling Through the wall vents, past the light bulbs, eventually stopping at a solid part of the brick wall.
0: And during this whole part, there's this hot 80s rift that's like, with the like,
1: jazz it up a little. Otherwise, we're just watching him go through all the same areas we just watched. The
0: same, yeah, the same hallways as before, with the same meticulous filming of making sure you watch him go through the whole hallway.
1: Right, you know, exactly. It's So you can see the path and the whole makeup of this building in your mind as you're watching. Jeff, is this, like... This is the most blatant time waster I've seen in any of these movies. Joe, is, this
0: isn't even the most blatant time waster in this movie. They the, show the cops meticulously going through the rows of the theater. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no,
1: I'm saying the whole, the whole thing. Oh, the Anyone whole Anyone going yeah. through... Every inch of this building. It's more of a time waster than the two and a half minute chase, hands yeah. down. Oh, Joe, the two and a half minute chase was crucial. I've come around on it. Good, good. I'm glad. Finally, uh, Danny, where's Danny? Oh, he kicks loose all of the, the bricks, um, in this one spot. I don't know how he finds that spot. I guess because he saw it on the map, but like yeah,
0: he saw the crazy. It said dead body room.
1: And okay, had so a little,
0: I, the what he was actually looking at through the jeweler's eye is it says kick wall. It says fake wall brick here. wall. It says fake brick wall. Kick here.
1: Yeah. Um. So he enters this hidden room. Let's be perfectly clear. These bricks were set, and the mortar was hardened. So I have no idea how this is happening. Joe, it's he, fake. It's a it's, fake wall. It's a I, okay. So so what ha- Okay, so what are we to believe? the terror is doing every night is he setting bricks and mortar every night every (laughs) night joe and then kicking through it and then setting and same routine it's his workout routine that's his that's his cup of coffee in the morning that's how he stays fit um danny finds all the dead women even the actress they found in the park jeff i did not catch that joe
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ, this movie is so sloppy. The continuity or,
1: here is nuts.
0: Is it sloppy or, or is Dwight
1: in on it? Uh, or whoever was responsible for that body. W- was the terror the mortician and then oh. snuck away with the body? That's He went undercover as the mortician. He's, this is part of his sick little game. His <laughs> <laughs> sick little game? Which question... Why leave the body out in the park Then (laughs) like if the plan was to have it Stored away Uh, Because he's playing games with the police Yeah
0: So what he actually did was he He Intercepted the body going to the morgue And then he Somehow got Dwight framed As stealing the body and then he had Compromising evidence on Dwight To get Dwight to help him with this so that he could Kill Danny
1: There you go Yeah um or it was just a (coughs) excuse me
0: it was extremely
1: sloppy yeah no i was gonna say it was just just a particularly um fine neck snapping that he was proud of
0: (laughs) he's like you know what on second thought i gotta go get that gotta go get that body i was proud of this neck (laughs) i actually like that one yeah
1: um so uh simon arrives and and they fight uh, Danny's kicks, punches, and nutshots are mostly ineffective.
0: And I wrote, I wrote here, uh, the terror is very problematic and should probably be canceled. And I don't know why I wrote that, but I'm going to say that he's very, he problematic. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's very problematic. He should be canceled.
1: I would call that problematic. Yeah. I think if you kill women in this day and age. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's be a little, little more inclusive. Let's be a little more inclusive. Come on, you can't just kill women in 2020. <laughs> um, so Simon tackles Danny through a brick wall. So this is what he was made to do, not to crawl through vents. Yeah, this through is walls. Uh, ooh, a new show opens up at the theater on my birthday. Hint, hint. Ah, uh, ah, uh, what's the show, Joe? I don't know. The title was cut off, but it said opens twenty uh, December twentieth. So, uh, wink, wink, Jeff. Are you getting the message here? (laughs) For my birthday, I would like you to get a time machine. And throw you through a brick wall? In 1988. (laughs) To a a place that only exists in a movie and get me tickets to a show I don't know the title of.
0: Joe, I already did.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, what I (laughs) <laughs> Time Just travel to see a movie from nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> it was probably like uh um God, what would nineteen eighty-eight be? Top like Turner and Hooch 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh Danny escapes to the roof, but Simon bursts through a window and tackles him and then throws him through the ceiling window. But Danny's hanging onto the ledge or the edge. Yeah. Simon is distracted by helicopter lights, which allows Danny to pull his way back up. Then Danny gets Simon in a chokehold and knocks him out. But surprise, he's still
0: awake. Because he's a giant monster of a man. And a 10-second chokehold
1: isn't going to take him down. Danny picks him up, this monster of a man. That's right. and, And hurls him through a separate ceiling window. He falls from very high, very slowly. And Joe, it was the
0: the same thing that happened to the terror is the same thing that happened to Danny. But the difference was Danny was the good guy. So he somehow did not fall all the way through the skylight. But the terror, he was very bad. So he died. Yes. Uh, On the day of his daughter's birth, Joe. (laughs) Joe, why do you think he broke out of prison? He knew his daughter was going to be born soon. That's a
1: good point. Yeah, yep. This sets it up perfectly for a sequel that takes place like 22 years in the future, where his 22 <laughs> year old daughter Angela. Angela is the killer now. She goes back to the th- she gets a job at the theater. She's very excited about. It's um, child of child of terror. Child of terror. That's a great name. It's a horrible name. <laughs> child of terror. <laughs> Um, Simon is dead, I guess. Oh, Dwight arrives very late <laughs> to this to this party
0: because he was trying to terror kill Danny. This is actually, all a psyop on Danny, Joe.
1: Actually, no, that's the last thing he wants because then he has to support the kid.
0: Joe, Joe, Joe. Like if Joe. Danny
1: dies, I'm stuck with this thing.
0: Joe, what if Danny actually died on the beach that day?
1: Oh shit. Okay. And this
0: is all just happening as, as his mind spasms to its death.
1: Oh, you know what movie that is? What movie is that? There's a movie called The Lighthouse that is exactly that. The one that just came out? Yeah, no, it's a great movie. You should watch it. Thanks for the spoiler, Joe. Yeah, sorry. That is a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> um Dwight says Danny's still a fun movie to watch. I would I would recommend it. Um, Dwight says Danny's got to get to a hospital And uh, Danny says Yeah, you're right But Jeff, there's more If you're watching on YouTube, you think there's nothing more But Jeff, there's more
0: Suddenly this movie is in French Because I had to go watch the French version To watch
1: the last minute of this movie But I get to watch it in English And Danny drives up to the hospital Limping and bloody He hobbles past people Who are staring at him He goes to an elevator. A priest walks out and he grabs this random priest and drags him up to uh, Kay's room. She takes one look and says, oh, Danny, I do. And then Danny smiles like an idiot. (laughs) Puts his arm around the priest and the priest has no idea what's going on. (laughs) The priest is very, very lost. Very confused. Um, By the way, it would be amazing if this was Danny's final prank. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is just some guy I met. Yeah, this isn't a priest. Oh, no, like, you wanted to marry me? What a loser. What an Not you. I mean, you're so old. <laughs> plus, you're 36. Oh, I'm the hero. I have options.
0: That's right. I have you uh the reporter lady uh the the actress and Dwight's like she's dead. Oh, um Betsy, she's also dead. <laughs>
1: He's like, uh have you ever seen breaker breaker? Women just wander from the audience into the movie to watch that's, me fight.
0: <laughs> that's right. They get all hot and bothered. Not some old crone having a baby at 36.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. All uh, right, Jeff.
0: That's the end. Yes, this was a this this was a feature film that I contend has the most made for TV aesthetic feel? ever. Ever. Despite the cursing, despite the dead bodies. This movie has such a let me just put the grandma's gonna put this movie on in the background while she crochets feel to it. There's no heft to any scene. There's no weight to any scene. It's just things just float from moment
1: to moment. It's also in, insane. I mean there's a lot of scenes that are just nutty in it. Like insane things going on. Um yeah, no, I would agree. I'm trying to think of another film. We've had some poorly made films. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There's this is I think the first one that really feels made for TV.
0: It it's it it's it's, it's genreless. It's part like yes. romantic comedy. It's part Horror, because it has the the it has shades of horror movies in it. Totally, it's part cop movie, it's part, part buddy action. cop movie, part buddy action. Cop. It has no genre. It's just uh, like they yeah. just like were like, and it makes sense that it was a book because books you can kind of get away with that, where there's a little bit of everything in it. But this is just it.
1: it it's got, like, a weird Hallmark fi- – like, if they were trying to make Hallmark, yeah. Hallmark movies – Jeff, I texted you when I started this movie, and I said, like, 15 to 20 minutes in, this movie feels like it was written – each scene was written by someone with a different psychological disorder.
0: Yeah, I wanted to explore that. So now that we're done with the movie, what made you say – what what psychological orders are on display here, Joe? Jeff.
1: Okay. <laughs> so um, there's clearly some, like um, – sociopathic behavior going on in this film. Like there's a scene. Um, uh, okay. So like, you've got like any Kate's case scene that's written by like a bulimic, you know, body dysmorphic person. Oh yeah. There is that. Um, you've got uh, like weird narcissistic personality disorder stuff with um, Chuck Norris's interactions with K Uh, you've got that bizarre scene of that girl getting the job interview, who's clearly manic. Yeah, you've got
0: the distrust um, of authority with the doctor just telling him to suck it up. Like he's he's actively trying to seek assistance for this, and the doctor is just like, "Well, why don't you try being better at living?"
1: Right. Have you ever tried
0: that? So that's like a resistance to authority, or like a, a feeling of helplessness that nobody can help you, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, the terror clearly has some mommy issues he hasn't dealt with.
0: That's true. There, and there's the whole thing where 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 hero and the terror are the same person.
1: Oh yeah, dude, that whole uh, theory, uh, narcolepsy. We've got nar or not narcolepsy. Um, In- insomnia, insomnia, insomnia yeah. going on.
0: It's uh, it's quite the film, Joe. It sucks.
1: Really, it's bad. It was bad. I, I enjoyed watching this film and I enjoyed taking notes on it. I mean, actually, you know what? I I enjoyed taking the notes. This might be the first film I enjoyed taking the notes on more than I enjoyed watching it. Because as I was watching it, I was like, this is going to be fantastic. There's so much to work with here.
0: It's true. There is. I mean, she's, there are so many theories simon yeah. moon was part of the construction crew simon crew or simon Moon. Simon is, crew simon crew simon moon is the. that's what he changed his name
1: to really, <laughs> as he joined the crew he was
0: like uh what's your name you're going to join our crew you need a name uh it's uh simon crew
1: yeah it's almost like you were made for this
0: <laughs> yeah um what else do we got here we got um uh her. Just being completely Kay being completely abusive to Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris and Kay not actually liking each other.
1: It not being Chuck Norris's baby.
0: The psychosexual relationship between Kay and Bill. Yeah, right. There's a lot at play here, Joe.
1: Um the the, the Terror's preference for blondes, but also maybe not brunettes. Not so much
0: so. <laughs> may, may, maybe blondes, maybe brunettes, maybe he has no preference. But Joe. Yeah. Let's talk about next week's movie.
1: Okay. Next I'm ready. Movie.
0: It's called The Cutter. We talked about it at the top. It is on Amazon Prime Video. And I found a much better description than the garbage on IMDb. Okay. That was, what was it? Uh, a detective comes to the aid of an aged diamond cutter, which sucks because you know that the aged diamond cutter has got to be Chuck Norris. Oh, really? Oh, actually, there's a much older guy in this movie. So I hope that Chuck Norris is going to be the young guy, <laughs> which would That'd be, be amazing. hilarious because this movie <laughs> is from 2005.
1: a better description they do what they did with steven seagal in that movie where they made the general just ancient
0: just super old just like a 95 year old general but here's a better description for the cutter from 2005 our last movie of norris Vember. a cop turned los angeles pi takes on a case of a missing diamond cutter that leads him on an adventure of love and villainy spanning of mob spanning no that's what it says a Love of Villainy Spanning of Mob to the Present-Day Jewelry District. Huh. Uh, that's not English. I don't know what that is. <laughs>
1: I mean, those are English words.
0: <laughs> those are English words. The order is not English, though.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, again, this movie is on Amazon Prime Video. And was this the one that was the lowest rated Chuck Norris movie, or was that Breaker Breaker?
1: Oh, it wasn't Breaker Breaker. Um, I- of, the, of the list that we did, this might have been the lowest.
0: So this will be the lowest of the low here. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be back next time, um, to talk about the cutter and that will finish up Norris Vember. And then in December, we have a very special, uh, holiday treat for you folks. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. So Joe, anything else you want to talk about with the
1: hero or hero and the terror? Um, you are giving it too hard of a time. I want to stick up for this movie again. um, it's a fun movie, and I think what we're learning. I'm really crossing my fingers on on Cutter. I want it to be. I'm sure it'll be terrible. These have all been bad, but I want it to be fun to watch because I feel like all of these Norris movies have been fun to watch.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they've been fun. This except for this one, I do no, not. No, I laughed
1: out loud during this one. It's it's well, fantastic.
0: It's it's not intentionally good. Like the things like her being crazy. Uh, in the movie or in the in the restaurant was legitimately laugh out loud funny but we sit here after we're sitting here we have to like theory craft like oh may, to make this movie interesting is like oh maybe simon's the baby's father
1: okay but, but we also spent like three hours on this podcast so like jeff when he bursts out of that prison you think he's gonna escape in the van and he veers off the cliff. Okay. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: Okay, that's hilarious. You're right. All right, Joe, all- you're right.
1: This is,
0: this is a good movie, Joe. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's the best movie we've done. True. <laughs> Very true. All right. Before Joe lies to us some more, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on your podcast app of choice. We will be back next time with The Cutter. For Joe, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening, and you have a good one.
1: Hey, Jeff these are the worst fucking eggs i've ever had in my life
0: you should try the toast